Now for something completely different. What year is this? For your own safety, please keep your arms and legs inside the vehicle at all times. Set your phasers to stun, your sonic screwdrivers to analyze mode, and keep your towels handy. It's time to let your inner nerd come out and play. And they mostly come at night. Mostly. This is Geeky Gals and Guys with Michelle and Miles. Trace the call. It's coming from inside the house. The Suze and Kenny. Don't get goofy on me. And some guy named Curtis. Who is he? What is he? Where does he come from? This is a party I would go to. Okay. And now it's time for Geeky Gals and Guys. Take it away, gang. Thank you, deep voice guy. That's definitely not me using the Roland <laughs> VT3 to change my voice. <laughs> Welcome. To the inaugural edition of Geeky Gals and Guys, right here on Radio for Humans, I'm Kenny Pick. I think we need to do a quick roll call. Is Miles here? No, but yes, yes, oh, I am. Okay, all right. Well, I'm assuming Michelle probably is or is not as well. Michelle? Oh, I'm here, ready to go. Uh, all right, and the lovely and talented the Suze, Cleveland, Ohio. Welcome. President, I was afraid you were going to say the lovely and talented Curtis. Uh, I enjoy our happy marriage, sweetheart. And, of course, uh, your cousin, the one and only Destroyer Kurt, is here with us as well from Parts Unknown. Yeah, I'm your wacky cousin from the sticks. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, everybody, welcome to the show. I hope everybody is going to have a great time tonight. We're going to do all fun, uplifting, uh, positive talk. We all have our own segments picked out. We're going to be talking uh, from everything from headspace to role-playing games to positive news stories to some Vincent Price goodness. And I will teach you all about the Super Friends drinking game tonight, folks. It's oh so boy. exciting. <laughs> I need to go buy some root beer. You do. Pronto. Actually, we have the making so. for it. Oh, okay. Very good. Yeah, keep it simple. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, welcome to the show. Uh, we, we have something very special uh, that's happening today, and that is uh, somebody has a birthday. And, uh, yeah, when, and a special lady has dropped by for uh, d- to, to uh, sing you your birthday. Uh, happy birthday, Curtis. <laughs> Happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you, happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday to you. Ah, thank you, Mrs. Miller. There you go. Yeah, that's lovely. My hairs on my arms are standing up on end. Oh, I bet. I bet. <laughs> and, you know, I thought about you recording Marilyn Monroe singing JFK, and then when it got to, when she goes, Mr., and I go, Curtis, happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, alas, I ran out of time. So, uh, Awkward. Next time. I think the Ramones time. did a birthday song, too. What's Maybe, that? yeah. I think the Ramones did one. That would be cool. Oh, that would jeopardize us because right now we yes. have our house band, our, our oh, house band right. known as the Royalty Free Ragers, uh, that yeah. are that would be upset with that that decision too. So uh, <laughs> uh, they are nameless and they are faceless, but they provide their music at a, an affordable fee for podcasts and talk shows like this. So anyway, yeah, Curtis, we'll salute them. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you're 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 catching up to me. You're uh you're a, a month and a few days uh, younger than me. 
Um, right. So happy birthday to you. And uh, I think you should share Thank with you. everybody. Uh, as You know, of course, uh, as many people know uh, me and Susan from uh, Turn Up the Night and other stuff, uh, we're from the Cleveland area. And we have a very special place near us that you got to treat oh. yourself to on your birthday oh. down Parma Way. Why don't you tell everybody what you did? Well, I've been dreaming of it since last year at our reunion. Really? Some of those donuts. <laughs> and uh, I just haven't had the occasion. So I told uh, my wife a, a while ago, I'm like, this is what I want. I, I'm going to call them up. I'm going to order what I want. And we're going to go up there and pick them up. So that was my birthday treat to myself was to head over to that shop and and not to go off on a, a, a rant about it, but this is a, definitely a sign of the times. I'm being respectful and showed up outside with my mask on. And I'm standing yeah. six feet from yeah. the guy in front of me who doesn't have a mask, but also has a giant pistol and a holster on his side. Jesus. What? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my God. So he kept eyeballing me in that way that's like, you know, sup? I don't know how to explain it, but there's yeah, a certain like anti-mask versus mask thing yeah. where you're like, I'm not engaging you. I'm just here to get donuts. My birthday. I'm not going to do that. Them donuts, ain't gonna put holes. About. them donuts ain't going to put holes in themselves, son. Um, right. <laughs> All I'm thinking about is the banana split raised donut that I ordered and the fat Elvis donut that I ordered and yeah. not the psychopath in front of me. And, and Which, we, by the way, yeah. I guess that's the thing. You know, what's implied is I'm there wearing this mask so I protect other people. And I'm sure, because I've seen the memes, that he thinks that's also what he's doing, you yeah. know? But the difference is nobody views me as a threat, but everybody looks at that guy as, is he a potential threat? Nobody thinks, oh, there's a good guy, you know? Ugh. I hate that, well, <laughs> you know, your, your day can be ruined by tiny things like that if you let yeah. Yeah, but you, you failed to mention the name of the place you went. You said you went to the shop, but you didn't say its name. <laughs> I went to Jack Frost Donuts. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Good. That is good. I, I, I think I read that they're in other cities, aren't they? They're not right. just exclusive to Cleveland. Not down here. I don't, I don't think so. Uh, well, that's uh, a shame. they're just in Cleveland. Oh, my yeah. God. Everything, like, just the smell is heaven. Like, walking Isn't in that it? shop, it just washes over you, and they're like, oh, man. This is the best smell. I love yeah. it. I'm I'm when sure. it before they redid that place, it was just like the before they redid the walls, the walls like had so much sugar <laughs> on it. Like the smell was unbelievable. I wanted to like make a perfume, you know, because there's this then this yeah. trend <laughs> of perfumes that smell mm. sweet. Oh candy. yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, I wanna just that like every time I would walk in there, yeah. I don't get it anymore since they redecorated. I felt like I was walking into the Hansel and Gretel Hansel and Gretel witch house. Oh, that's well, what it would smell like for sure. Doesn't yeah. it? Well, yeah. I gotta I gotta ask Miles and Michelle then. I mean, I know you you guys are you guys are pretty healthy eaters. Um, but uh, are well, I mean. It, it within you know in the realm of you know being healthy uh, eaters. moderation the key is yeah. moderation but exactly. like donuts i like those donuts I don't i'm a like carb addict i just i just oh. want to know if there's something <laughs> down your guys way a donut shop or a bakery or something like that that you like or like oh this is a guilty pleasure and we're looking forward to doing this hmm i mean we don't really we have don't. any decent donut shops just just, 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 just dunkin or just Publix and, and yeah we don't know 
Well, the, the, you also, uh, Miles is very spoiled on Michelle's cookies, so, yes. you know. There is that. There, yeah. And got my that. pretzels and my garlic bread. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she made some garlic bread. This I filled the house up with that smell, and I'm like, oh, you know, I'm trying nice. to, you know. Uh, like, for example, when I came home from work on Friday, I, I stopped by the grocery store, and I picked up um, um, a bunch of, bu you know, apples, oranges, and nectarines. And yeah. I've been eating those for the last two days. And I think I've got one orange left. <laughs> so that's eating healthy, you know, and, and Michelle sure. made me a salad. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm doing well. Yeah. But, yeah if, you're, if you're doing some, donut, some donuts sometimes and you have salads for other days, you're fine. I think it's good. Uh, well, well I'm, pretty, I'm pretty pleased to announce that we had our first uh, significant dinner with homegrown vegetables today. Uh, yeah. cooked up a nice uh, yellow squash that was delicious with some of my green beans that I grew. Uh, I actually had green beans from the store that I mixed in with them because there weren't that many beans. And I had a few peas, and we uh, picked our first cucumber today, too. It's delicious, too. The cucumber is so good. Yeah, he was so, good looking. You buy them in the store, food. unless you get them from, like, a farmer's market, those cucumbers, you cut into them, and I'm expecting the ones from, like, you know, gardens. You cut into them, and that cucumber smell is amazing. Yeah. You buy the ones from the store, and you're like, oh, this has no smell or flavor. What happened? Yeah. How do they grow these? They also put, know. like, a vegetable wax or something yes. on them as well. Oh, yeah, you gotta wash it off oh. with baking soda, yeah. 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 So that's a that's a good one. Yeah, vegetable brush and baking soda to have around. There you go. So, um, but uh, but living on Long Island, uh, since I, I I we don't really have. Uh, I just figure for our show, I'm just going to pick random images every week uh, to promote it. And I picked a picture of the Super Friends because I'm doing the Super Friends drinking game. And <laughs> I have a question uh, posed by Living on Long Island, who. He says, uh, who were more annoying, the Wonder Twins or Wendy and Marvin? And don't forget, the Wonder Twins had Gleek the monkey, and Marvin and Wendy had uh, the Wonder Dog. Marvin and Wendy. <sighs> yeah. Easily, yeah. It's, it's yeah. Marvin and Wendy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I, yeah. They didn't have superpowers either. I mean, no. gran granted, Zan could only turn into, like, you know, a form of a puddle. You know, <laughs> but still, that was yeah, better. He was than more kick Sometimes he was a miss, though, and that seemed fun. Sure. Right? Yeah, why not? Miles, what, what did you say? Yeah, I mean, when he turned into something ice, he had at least some structure that could yeah. be used in a way that was, you know. Yeah. Uh, his powers were kind of confounding to me because then he'd be like, form of an ice bucket, and then he'd be an. Ice bu a bucket made of ice with water in it. And I was like, how exactly are you doing that with your body, dude? So, uh, you know, what parts of him are the water and what parts of the ice? Are the, are the, are, do his bones turn into the ice? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It, that, it, that, yeah. Yeah. That, that, as far as powers go, that one was kind of, eh. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'll be uh, honest with you. As a yeah. kid, I wasn't annoyed by uh, the Wonder Twins at all. I, I thought it was imaginative because everybody else, you know, they do what they do, and that's it. When it comes to the Wonder Twins, you're like, all right, well, how does this? How do they get out of this bucket of syrup? You, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. By turning into a, an ice bucket <laughs> or a pterodactyl flying around with that bucket of water. and a falcon. A falcon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Whatever. So, or a pterodactyl. 
But yeah, but more Super Friends later, everybody, when we start drinking. Um, I'm, we're not going to play the Super Friends drinking game. We're just going to talk about it because it's hilarious. The, the, whoever invented the Super Friends drinking game is a genius. And I, but I, and I have because the website. It's, it's like a 20-year-old game. you got to talk about it. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, um, uh, we're, uh, uh, I'm very excited about this. We're going to be able to talk about, you know, whatever we want and again, keep it upbeat and fun and lively. And, uh, I don't know. I think we should just kind of go around the table and everybody say a little something about, you know, their thoughts, their feelings, expectations, dreams, what have you. Miles, go, go first. All right. So I'm going to be the positive politics guy. Um, I know, you know, with um, with the way the world is right now, it's easy to get overwhelmed with the stuff that's going on out mm. there. So I'm going to try and, you know, comb through, find the positive aspects of things. There will be some negative things attached to it, obviously, but I want to yeah. point out the silver lining. I want to point out what to feel good about or feel hopeful about. So yeah. that's that's a main thing for me. Um, I like my uh, military history uh, thing I do. You oh, know, yes. Occasionally I'll find a cool story and, and uh, relay that uh, from, you know, uh, things that happened in the past. I mean, everything from World War II to uh, the, the Civil War to the Revolutionary War and even even beyond that. So if I find something cool that sparks my interest, you know, I'll, I'll relay it. I'll, I'll find a way to, you know. And then uh, what was another thing? Oh, games. Yes. Oh, yeah. I still will occasionally uh, pull out some bo the board game collection that Michelle and I have and discuss the games. I think the next one I have planned, when I say planned, it's like a really rough outline, <laughs> is like uh, Cthulhu-based games. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, well, I love so, me some uh, Lovecraft. There you go. <laughs> So, uh, uh, Susan, you, you, you know, uh, this is something you've been interested in doing and, uh, you know, obviously tonight you're going to be discussing headspace and whatever, but there's a lot of other things that, you know, uh, movies, TV shows, hobbies, pastimes, crafting, but you know, you're going to be talking about all kinds Aww, of stuff. Yourself. You make me sound interesting. You are. Um, aw, shucks. Yeah. I just <laughs> went, I wanted to talk about headspace since. You know, it, it, it things things are a little crazy and freaky yeah. lately. So. Well, yeah, and you can let everybody know next segment. But you know, other things. You know, you've got interest. Yeah. I think that uh, the there's going to be an ongoing saga with you and Supernatural, right? Um. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm up to date. I I love the show. I wish they would finish it. Um, I'm thinking about starting over and watching it again. Um, but yeah. I, um, you know, I'm a, I'm a big fan of it. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a good, it's a good show. It's fun. It's a shame yeah, that this is it's... the last season, but maybe they won't quit it. I don't know. Uh, I don't know about that. So <laughs> Yeah. Michelle and I are up to date now too. Yeah. So we'll yeah. just, so. And uh, and of course, you know, we, we've there's lots of other things we watch that you know you can discuss. There's lots of you you uh, Killing Eve is another show you watch. Uh, you know, we still haven't watched the end of Shit's Creek. Uh, we just watched. Oh, I, we do need that. Yeah. We just watched Devs, uh, w which was, was amazing, um, with um, Allison Pill and. Um, I oh, think gosh. I'm a little like one episode behind on Nosferatu. Um, oh yeah, Michelle, you watched that, right? 
Yes. Very yeah. good. One. So yeah, you told me about that. I was kind of like, you know, I love I love the supernatural soap opera. Just most of them I've seen, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think you told me. I think Michelle, you told me Siren was okay, and I, I started that. It's okay. Yes, that was pretty I did, neat. I, I didn't finish it, so. So yeah, it's gonna be you know we're gonna be talking about a lot of things you know we'll we'll, we'll we're gonna take times to focus on favorite movies of ours and stuff like that. I'm sure Susan sure. and I could talk at length about like Tideland and Brazil. We're big Terry Gilliam fans, yeah. although his personal opinions about certain things I'm not a big fan of. Um, but uh, yeah, and uh, it, but Michelle, you know you are our resident Vincent Price expert, which is exciting. But you are not limited to just that. Oh, I like uh, I like the classic horror movies. I like all the old Hammer flicks, Universal Studios horror. Um, I love uh, some of the more darker mystery type programs they have as well. Um, I like modern horror, mm-hmm. and um, I'm, I'm happy to talk about those all day long. And I love myself some monsters. I love oh, my yeah. vampires, my ghouls, <laughs> my my ghosts, my goblins. So so much. We'll have plenty to talk about. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you heard Michelle, but and this is where I this is something I will talk about off and on uh, on the show is uh, my obsession with Mego action figures and the new Mego figures that are coming out. My new shipment is arriving soon and it's gonna have Hannibal Lecter in it, which I'm really stoked about. and um, uh, Mr. Hyde, a bunch of others. I'll, I'll do reviews of those when when they come. And I uh, have pictures for everybody in Discord. But Michelle, big news. They're making a Hammer Dracula. Oh. <laughs> and Creature from, the, Creature from the Black Lagoon. So, fucking yeah. Bella Lugosi. No, we're talking Hammer. We're talking. Uh, uh, that's it's it's going to be Christopher, Christopher Lee, Lee, right? Yeah, Christopher yeah. Lee. Oh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-oh. The so greatest that's... and cheapest of Draculas. Yeah, <laughs> yes. He played him so many times. It's. It's scary. Oh yeah. yeah. So so yeah. So that you'll you'll hear from that that kind of stuff from me and uh, you know other things as well. Comic books, toys, uh, you know some video games. Probably more old school stuff. Uh, maybe I'll, I'll bust out a, an SNES game review uh, for everybody because uh, I have a lot and there's a lot that suck that I'm terrible at that I could take notes on how it's awful. Uh, but yeah, all kinds of things, and of course, every once in a while, I'll probably geek out about music and give you and, and maybe compare notes on heavy metal with Curtis uh, and yeah. so, and uh, Kurt, uh, and, and we'll also invite the devil to to do that. Dude. That's my music, what? baby. That's my music. So, oh, thank uh, yeah. goodness. Yeah, and uh, but yeah, so Curtis, uh, tell everybody what to expect from uh, from you uh, as being the the newbie to the network. Well, hello, everybody. I'm Curtis. I'm versed in all of those things. I love monster movies and heavy metal and uh, tabletop gaming in particular. And lately, that uh, those are the two things that are keeping me most busy. I'm the lead singer for a group called Red Tape Revolution. Ooh, yeah. And uh, I'm involved in two uh, gaming groups right now. That And I'm a traditional tabletop gamer. I love my dice and my minis that I paint. So I'm into mini painting. That's something you'll hear Ooh. from me as well. Mm. But uh, since I'd COVID love for and the you and Michelle, I'd love for you and so Michelle many to people. Yeah, I'd love for you and just, Michelle to swap notes on mini painting sometime. But go ahead. Since yeah, COVID. we should totally do. I would love mm-hmm. uh, for all of us to gather and do that sometime. I think that yeah. would be fun. One um, day. 
I got plenty of room out in my jam room. We can spread out and oh, share yeah. notes on that. Um, but uh, yeah, I, uh, I, I've done more D and D lately. Uh, as people who are starved for that sort of thing have gathered online, and these sites make it really, really easy and fun to do. Whether you're into Second Ed, On mm-hmm. Up, or any other type of RPG, uh, they're just millions of people that are gathering and it's never been easier to find a group so you'll yeah. be hearing more about that cool yeah and we're gonna bring on uh some some uh some of our family members uh from different shows here of course you know uh, down the road we'll definitely get paul from paul's memory bank on uh our friend adam hebert will join us uh you know other other folks that want to talk uh, uh joe santorsa is a huge star trek twilight zone fan i would love to get right. get him on to uh talk about the original star trek series and i would like to do honest to god i would like to have him on and do like a review of starting with episode one of the original star trek series or even the cage you know or not the cage but the pilot um and uh you know and just you know make that a special event and every we just all do a review of uh of star trek episodes you know not like every week but uh you know, maybe one a month or something like that. It could be fun, uh, but yeah, I, I I've got big plans for for what we're gonna be doing, and you know, we're gonna uh, mix it up, and you know, and and, a, and one very important thing about uh, geeky gals and guys is uh, this. Getting to know you, getting to know all about you, getting to like you, getting to. Hold Oh, I don't know why that guy was laughing. Well, <laughs> maniacally. Yeah. This is madness. Uh, yeah. So, so yeah, and of course, it's going to be challenging for me to, and and I, but I'm going to have fun with it. Uh, building our sound clips and stuff for you know to to suit our needs here and everything, and and I want to say uh, hats off to uh, Miles. For helping out with a great structure for opening to the show, um, and coming up with great ideas for audio clips and the script and everything, and at some point down the road, I believe our friend Britt Wolf is going to actually do some voiceover work for us as well. And um, but we're going to go a little little non traditional on because I'm I'm trying to challenge myself to do the show a little differently than I would typically do, you know. The other shows I've been involved in, so no need to name drop. That's what promos are for. Um, but uh, but yeah, I'm really excited about this, and I'm I'm glad uh, that we we all work together to try and uh, you know uh, fill the spot for Mike Check Radio, and uh, or can go forward with uh, lots of fun with nerd talk. And of course, you know what? Uh, and again, your guys' gaming friends, Miles and Michelle, are always welcome to come on and, and talk about gaming. And we will also do special events where now that Michelle and myself are both able to host uh, Jackbox TV games, we'll have Jackbox TV nights. Uh, yeah. And and I'll force everybody to rap battle me. <laughs> there is a rap battle game. <laughs> It's so fun. It is so fun, Curtis. You got to play that with us sometime. All right. So, uh, but yeah, and then there's murder party too, or whatever that's called. But yeah, we've got yes, there's, there's, trivia there's murder there. party. Trivia yes. murder oh, party. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, and and that's the great thing too. We can evolve our audience members in that too. You know, uh, up to a certain amount of people, and audience. Even if you can't play along, 
there's fun things you can do as audience members, and you can punish us and hurt us and things. Mm. Torture, torture, it pleasures me. Sorry, I should have torture, <laughs> torture queued up. Uh, <laughs> oh, where's where's my Criswell when I need him? Uh, Where is he? I don't know. Mm, 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 what the mm. heck? That is not cool. So, uh, but anyway, I'll find it. Um, but yeah, so we're uh, you know this is our first episode. How do you guys feel all together? This is this is great. Yes, it's coming I, I think now would be the time to mention the the passing of some celebrities that have happened very recently. Oh, Notably, yeah. Notably uh, Regent Spilbin. Oh, yeah. That was sad. And John Saxon. John Saxon. Yeah, I was about to mention him. From, uh, was he was in... Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Nightmare on Elm Street and oh. all yeah. kinds of... He was one of those actors he's a character actor. that was everywhere. I mean, Rockford Files, Bionic mm -hmm. Woman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. Wonder yeah. Woman, I think. Yes. Even in Wonder Woman. Yes. Yeah. Him and him and Richard Lynch, you couldn't like you know uh, turn around without bumping into one of those guys in a TV show or a movie in the seventies and eighties, you know. Yes. So. And he he has something. He worked right up in a. He has something coming out next year. Um, I'm yeah, yeah. IMDb. Yeah, Same. he did several of the um, sci-fi stuff too. Sci-fi movies. Well, and, and we also lost either this year or last year, um, Robert, oh gosh, what, what's his name? He was in Jackie Brown and Breaking, uh, or, uh, Breaking Bad and, um, oh, oh my gosh, why can't I remember his name? Uh, he was, he was in Black Hole, uh, he was the, the main the guy. Forrester. Robert Forrester, yeah, we, yeah, he, Robert he, uh, yeah, he had stuff coming out after his death, you know, he was in the El Camino, uh, Breaking Bad movie. After he yeah. died, I was shocked. I was watching it. I was like, oh, my God. You know? Yeah, we lost Robert Forrester and Sid Haig. This is a sad yeah. year. Oh, Sid Haig passed away? I didn't know that. Yeah, Sid Haig's gone. Uh, it's oh, terrible. Wow. But somebody yeah, else it's been just, a rough year. Somebody else just passed away this weekend, though, and I can't remember because it was like, there it is, the, the third celebrity. Um, uh, but, yeah, there was, uh, there was just, uh, yeah, uh, there was another one. Uh, oh, oh, from Fleetwood Mac. One of the founding members of Fleetwood Mac. Um, Peter Green, yeah. Peter Green, yeah. Mm -hmm. So he just passed away. Yeah, if you've not listened to the Peter Green Fleetwood Mac, then you really haven't heard that band in a yeah. way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, uh, well, ladies and gentlemen, our house band has spoken. Oh, boy. It's time for break. And we'll be back with, uh, we're going to learn about Headspace when we return. The Suze is going to tell you all about it nice positive thing to do in uh, corn times for the corn team and everybody wear a, wear a mask it's not hard yes. your dick won't fall off that's a funny <laughs> meme it is a <laughs> funny meme so alright we will be back <laughs> right after this everybody all the months of preparation now come to fruition
Boys and girls, your attention, please. Presenting a new exciting radio program featuring the thrilling adventures of an amazing and incredible personality. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Paul's Memory Bank. This is Paul B., and I'd like to invite you to my show every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Radio for Humans. I'll present classic Golden Age Superman radio adventures and hand-picked old-time radio comedy episodes. Out of these clothes, it's Superman's turn now. Right now, I've got three times as many muscles as anybody else in the world. <laughs> and every one of them has a toothache. How do you manage to get into all this trouble? Oh, I don't know. I guess I just know the right people. <laughs> You'll be on the edge of your seat and laughing your head off all at once. Paul's Memory Bank, only on Radio for Humans. RadioForHumans.com Hi, this is Kenny Pick, and you're listening to Radio for Humans. Has anybody told you how good-looking you are lately? Well, they should. Oh, my good gracious me! Look at that! RadioForHumans.com When you hear our house band, the royalty-free, <laughs> what do we call them? The Ravers? No, not the Ravers. The Ravagers. The royalty-free Ravagers. You know we're back, everybody. So much great music from them. Anyway, welcome back to Geeky Gals and Guys, segment two. And welcome back, of course, to <laughs> Cousin Curtis, Destroyer Kurt. Welcome Hi there. Back. Hopefully we'll get some uh, Red Tape Revolution to play on the show at some point. That would be swank. Quickly, we are, we are doing nothing but writing and recording because, well, there's no shows to play. Exactly. And Miles Lagan, welcome back, sir. Thank you. Thank you. This yeah. is this is good. I'm yeah. enjoying this. Yeah. And of course, the gals, the most important part of these uh, this uh, complete breakfast program, whatever. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Mich- Michelle Lagan, welcome back. That's me. Yeah, I'm glad to be here. This is this is a lot mm-hmm. of fun. I like the I like the tempo. I like the cheerfulness. This is great. Oh, heck yeah. So, uh, and last but certainly not least, who is she? She's beautiful. Oh, it's the Suze uh, here to what? talk about Headspace. Shucks. <laughs> Shucks! Oh, shucks! So, t- shucks. so, Suze, uh, this is this is kind of exciting because this is you know something different. And again, this is this is where you're going to bring you know we're all going to bring something diverse, uh, something diverse to talk about on the show. And uh, you uh, have been using an app on your phone and tell everybody what it, what it's all about. So I've been freaking out lately because um, we're in a quarantine and um, everyone's trying to kill themselves so- each other on the news. And um, I heard that Headspace, which is like a meditative app, is free for the unemployed. And I'm like, hey, I'm unemployed. That's actually just become a good thing. So I decided to download it and just do the meditations and, you know, see how that goes. Um, and I, I think it's it's making me a little calmer because um, I do need to meditate. and I And I do have like... A friend that I used to do yoga with and meditate with, but I haven't seen her in, uh, you know, since February. So 
A hot minute, and, uh, like the kids say. Yeah, well, I, I talked to her because she does my taxes too, but that's long. But she's just like, yeah, the day before or, or like three days before we were going to meet for breakfast, she got COVID-19. So. Oh. oh. Yeah, and Not I good. just barely, you know, canceled that meeting because we would meet all the time have breakfast with some other friends or whatever and say, hey, I did this. What Did you do that? What happened here? Or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. And we just decided, well, we won't meet. Busy. And then she had she had COVID. Yeah. And uh, her toes her toes are all messed up. <laughs> she has COVID toes. That's true. But what is it? This isn't about COVID yeah. toe space. This is about head space. Yeah. Now, yeah. not, not everyone's symptoms are the same. Did she say what type of symptoms she had? She said, well, she was she's doing um, she, she was doing taxes and her friend was helping her. And her friend was going through the Kent State Bars, you know, like it's not too near you guys, but that's where Ken and I met, like, and he was talking to people that needed their taxes done and giving them their information. So, you know, not a very safe environment. And then he came and gave her a hug. And he got just slight little itty-bitty symptoms. But she got the cold. And um, she was out for a week. And, you know, but he barely got anything because he's like 10 years younger than her, 15 years younger or something. But, um, yeah, she, she got, she was out for a week and with all the symptoms. And so she thinks that that's what she got. She hasn't, she hasn't been tested for it, but she has the the darkening of the skin under her toes and stuff, which a lot of people have. I've never heard of that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was a, I heard about that a few months ago. It's very strange. Yeah. It's very strange because you never know how people get. So, you know, I just skin under the toes. Yeah, huh. like Google COVID toes. Do you, should I post that? COVID toes. Sure, what could go wrong? Yeah, there are so many different, <laughs> differing and varying symptoms with this thing. It's, it's, it's creepy. Yeah, the skin conditions. It's like a skin condition. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it is. Like, you never know how people are going to be, um, how, how people are going to be affected by it. Yeah. But, wow. Um, yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, so, you know, I'm trying to chill out and, like, I'm kind of gotten myself back on the cleaning things out and uh, reassessing things in the house, selling it or throwing it away. And, and uh, I've been doing the headspace meditation. So... I a hundred percent believe in that. I I know for sure it's done me a world of good over the past ten years. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that's good that you do, you like it because Susan Joyce is is was into TM transcendental meditation too. Yeah. You know, so. But why don't yeah. you tell everybody about the app itself about Headspace? Uh, the app, the app. You download it and it kind of. Um, takes you through a guided meditation and it you know it's 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 kind of like makes you accountable because it's like oh you've done a streak you've done three in a row four in a row and i i like that stuff because it's like 
that makes me feel like I'm accomplishing something, you know, like, yeah. I'm like, Oh, I've done four in a row. Wow. And, um, it's, it does different things. Like it talks to you about different things, problems you may have. Like if you have specific problems sleeping, it has like a sleep meditation, which helps me because mm -hmm. I'm an insomniac my whole life. Um, <laughs> But um, yeah, and then it it has like this thing on loneliness, which is good when we're all isolated in our houses. But um, yeah. yeah. So that's it's kind of it's it's just I I thought it was kind of neat. I was like, well, I might as well take advantage of it because it's free, you know. And I'm probably not gonna go to uh, yeah thing. So I just. Posted in the geek geeky guys and gals about COVID toe. COVID oh, toe. I'm uh, not making it up. I swear to you. Oh well, <laughs> it, you should about. you should post it over in the Discord chat for everybody. Um, but uh, I thought it was. In, oh wait, wait, wait. Okay, you're right. I am so, on yeah, Discord. Go to the the Radio for Humans Discord. There you go. Um, okay, that's where that's wait, better. Does it play that's nice? Better. Does it play uh, like nice, soothing music and everything? Like, like you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not like that. Nothing like that. Time to meditate. <laughs> <laughs> Ken, <laughs> I'm going to meditate. That sounds like our kitten trying to meditate. Oh, yeah. That sounds like what Tennessee's going to do in about 20 minutes and start launching across my desk and uh, stomping on the buttons for my voice changer and everything. So yeah, I'll, just, like, I'll just be carrying on a casual conversation. The next thing you know, I'm going to be, hey, don't step on that, boy. Uh, you know. Uh, yeah, so. he's crazy. And the other cats, like when I meditate, they're just like, hey, that's cool. I'll sit here with you. Yeah. Yeah. How you doing? This is great. Like all our other cats are old and lame. They're just like, yeah, this is great times. <laughs> all of our cats are old and see. lame. He's insane. They're not really old and lame. So they're all and wonderfully yeah. lame, and I love them so much. I meditate like I uh, like I lift weights, twelve ounces at a time. So <laughs> true. I mean, that's a beer you. drinking joke, everybody. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> anyway, I'm, well, I'm going out and drink myself into a state of stupefaction. No. Yeah, oh, a little teaser for what Michelle will be talking about in an hour or two. Um, we got another name real quick, though. Olivia de Havilland is dead at 104. Oh, Olivia de Havilland? What did she do? She was... Uh, Gone with the wind. What? Yeah, gone with the wind. Oof. Oh. Who did she okay. play in that? <laughs> I, I, I saw the movie when I was like four. I saw the movie when I was like four. You're not it, missing anything. It's not my wheelhouse, you know. Well, I mean, it's not a great. I mean, it's it's not one of my favorites either. Did, I mean, did no. did she play the lead role, Scarlett O'Hara? Yeah, she played the no, lead role. And, and no digging. Huh? Oh, oh. oh wait, it's not her. No, Scarlett O'Hara was Vivian Leigh. So what did Olivia Havilland or the sister-in-law oh, or the Gone with the Wind dies at 104? Probably a sister or something. 
No, maybe I know. she was on. Maybe she was on Broadway. Uh, Let's look at her Wikipedia. I don't mm. like being laughed at. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, take a look at that, Sue. Take a look at that. The last, the last major surviving star of the golden age of Hollywood cinema. Yeah, mm. 104. Wow. Wow. That's she something. ate her vegetables. Yeah. <laughs> and she played Melanie. She played yeah. Melanie. The um. Melanie. I think she was the one that was uh. Courting the, uh, the the guy that Scarlett Melanie Hamilton. Hamilton. Yeah, yeah. Remember oh. that was the the pretty girl Vaguely. in the yeah. Vaguely. I was four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, I I was just laughing at that because of the absurdity of those people that were upset that HBO Max removed Gone with the Wind. But uh, who is this for, really? You know what I mean? Yeah. If you're going to watch that movie, you're going to watch it. You couldn't get a 20-year-old kid to sit and watch that movie. Yeah. Just like no. I uh, I you was know, forced to as a kid. And it's, just, it's hard to yeah. watch because yeah. the, the principal characters in it's that movie are horrible people. They're yeah. just yes, jerks. They are. Yep. So... And you just don't care. You're like, this is, this is terrible. I, I don't want to watch this. You really? know what I say to them removing it from HBO Max? Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. <laughs> I, Why do you uh, keep saying you were four? It was, Gone with the Wind came out in 1939. Is there something I need to know about you, Kenneth? <laughs> Penny's a lich. Uh, yeah, yes, exactly. Have <laughs> yes. you been alive all this time? I'm serious. Yeah. Like, uh, I'm kind of like... Did I did I marry a, a supernatural creature? I'm a, I'm a Dracula. I'm a Dracula. Hey, you think this Dracula is going to that? Hold on. Oh. You, you're talking over the clip. It's for you. It's for Supernatural. Hey, you think this Dracula could turn into a bat? <laughs> That'd be cool. Yeah. That'd be cool. Um, that was anyway. the movie one. Yeah, but I'm sorry for derailing the conversation. But yeah, um, that's okay. I have um, an app. Um, actually, it's it's a um, a function of my Fitbit. Yeah, which has a two minute relaxation mode. Yeah, where it coaches you to to breathe in and breathe out, and like sometimes that that helps out a lot. Yeah, yeah. I need well. I need a workout app. I need I need a lot of apps like stuff like that. So. I but um, uh, I did I, yeah. I did search for Jack Frost, and I just see the location. We had a conversation previously Jack in Frost Cleveland. Donuts. I don't think it is anywhere else. Yeah. So. Wow. Just we are my so other lucky to have that. <laughs> We're so lucky we, to have donuts. Hashtag blessed. Hashtag blessed. Hashtag blessed. <laughs> That's wrong. I hate that. Yeah, where's Stone's throw? Like, I mean, I don't know. If 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 I didn't you know, if I wasn't into being healthy and stuff, I would say, you know, <laughs> screw it, Ken. Let's let's go work let's go move to Parma and, and like just ha get a house right next to Jack Frost so I can just smell it all day, you know. <laughs> then I just walk in, then I just walk in and get a uh, mm. Boston cream or something every day, and that's no good. Well, I mean, the, the, the beautiful smell may calm you down, but yeah, the, the actual donuts would would raise your cholesterol. Exactly. Oh yeah, it, it would kill so, you inside of four years to have, or at least me. I know I would, because I ate that fat Elvis donut. Well, like, like oh a, my god, mm, I was mm. living my dream. Oh yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, that's that's the thing. I've gone to like garage sales near there, and I've been like, "You guys are right across the street and two blocks away from Jack Frost. How does that go?" And they're like, "What?" I'm like, "Are you insane? You don't know where you are." They're just uh, into being living on Brooklyn, and they're like. Yeah, we used to have a Coconut Records. I'm like, yeah, I used to. You sure did. The sign um, is still there. Sign we'll is still there. <laughs> Some <laughs> of my friends were trying to steer me into going over to Brew Nuts. No, 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 no. I was like, awful. no, I, I, awful. I was like, even from I've sampled Jack Frost donuts, so it's not like I haven't had them. And God. <laughs> There's a place on the east side that's good, and I forget their name, but I've had a friend take me there. But Brunuts is like, hey, I like margaritas. Let's make a margarita donut. Oh, my God. I got a grapefruit-flavored donut from them. A grapefruit. Yeah, they made a grapefruit-flavored donut, and I was like, no, no, don't do that. I I, I love grapefruit. Ruining both of those things. The consistency of their dough is really dense and greasy too, so it's it's no go. Don't do it. But the thing is, their whole deal at Brew Nuts is like you can get a beer at any hour of the day, and you could get a donut at any hour of the day. That's their whole thing. Right. Neither of them are right. Like I don't (laughs) like it. Uh, You know, hard past. Part, hey, because it's a new business, we've had, like, I've had get-togethers, and someone will bring, like, a dozen. They'll be like, hey, these are donuts from that new independently owned place. And I'm like, that's great. These are disgusting. Every time I try <laughs> to like them, and I'm like, this is this is, this is is a bad thing you've done. This is terrible. Oh. Oh, <laughs> yeah. wow. Okay, you're calling me out on that, that drug. I'm sorry. Uh, she did it okay. for him. It's it's already done. I, I know. Well, no, I can't. I, I, I we can't. Uh, we can't leave it. This All is right. a terrible, you scratch the itch terrible now. thing you've done. Well, it's <laughs> terrible. Grapefruit donuts terrible. shouldn't happen. Terrible. Yeah. So terrible. brew nuts, brew nuts. You know what it is? Another dream that failed. Yeah. There's nothing sadder. <laughs> yeah. Don't. When, when, when I get a craving for donuts nowadays, I just make my own. Yeah, which is smart of you, which is smart. I've seen pictures of your donuts. I mean, it's decorated nicely in there. It looks Mm -hmm. cool. When you go in there to have a beer and a donut, it looks cool, and the people seem cool. All the hipster places look cool inside, and they got stacks of board games. Um, (laughs) Come on to our hipster place and play a bunch of filthy board games that everybody else handled that are impossible to clean because they're made out of paper and cardboard. (laughs) <laughs> and and look at these suckling these fake succulents and on a shelf in the corner. Shut up. Your donuts are awful. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not terrible. I'm a horrible person. Yeah. Anyway, another thing, since I've got my time, I've got ten more minutes. Is ish. um we were talking ish. <laughs> I know, okay. Is um you guys were talking about um Scream, uh the movie. Yep. Right? What wasn't that it? And um, that w- I that was based on um, I, I looked it up because I there's this YouTuber I listens to that talks about true crime. Her name's Bailey Sarian, but it was based on the murder of Casey Jo Stoddart um, with her classmates that murdered her, and this was in 2006. 
and uh, they're in jail for it, but they, they just wanted to murder someone and decided it was her. And they went to visit her while she was house sitting and then unlocked the back door. And, and they just killed her because they wanted to murder somebody. It's messed up. Terrible. Which yeah. flipped in your head. Which what? How did that switch just happen to flip in your head and say, oh, I feel like murdering somebody now? Well, I see, they were these know. kids and they, they were, um, it was in Utah. And I mean, basically from the story that I've heard it about is they were just like thinking about murder, thinking they wanted to film it. And they did film it. I mean, to their credit, I visited Utah and I kind of wanted to murder somebody. But <laughs> just joking. This, this, this I can understand. You can't get a decent cup of coffee in there. That was it. It just oh, drove me yeah. out of my head. That's all. Yeah. No, but you had really good streaming rates for porn. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, they put the nasty stuff out there. You look at their Pornhub searches, yeah. it's pretty wild. You know, but the sad thing about uh, that, that super fast porn out in Utah, it's not real. It's not real. It's just a computer-generated <laughs> fantasy. You know? <laughs> nice one, Kenny. Thank you. Yeah. I knew yeah. that would come in handy but, for internet. Yeah, they, they wanted to murder someone and film it, so they decided they were the f- oh, they filmed it? friend. So they, they made a they snuff film. Her, you know? uh, yeah, they made a Jesus snuff film, Christ. and it came up in the courts. It was messed up. Oh. And they're, they're still in jail. They're still in jail. They're ho- Well, they're horrible people. Obviously, they were teenagers, and um, yeah, they were both 16 years old at the time. Thanks for playing. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. kind of like how I pretended to like the cure so girls would like me in high school, but except, you know, they committed murder. They committed murder. <laughs> Pretending to like the cure? Blast. How did I end up there? <laughs> I don't yep. know. That's, that's basically it. You that They just were like, hey, I'm a dorky, pimply, stupid youth. I'm going to develop a personality. It's going right. to be murder. Everyone will respect yeah. me then. That's right. <laughs> now you're going to jail. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I don't know how uh, we got here. But anyway. How did we get into this mess? We got here. No, I, I watched this thing um, on YouTube called uh, Bailey. It's, it's Bailey Sarian. This is this girl. She does her makeup, and she talks about true crime. And I think it's it's fun. I oh, that's know. interesting. It is. She does her, her makeup's really fun, but she just talks about all these murder cases. And I'm like, you know, I'd rather, like, have someone talk about it than see the pictures. But yeah. she's like, people, find better, find better heroes. <laughs> find oh, no. better hobbies. Yeah. yeah, murder, not a hobby. It's a crime. No, it's not. It's not like knitting. Knitting's fun. Yeah, yeah. Knitting, uh, generally, nobody dies as the result of. No. Just it, keeps it, knitting and knitting. <laughs> <laughs> I've, been, I've been knitting a long time, and nobody really gets too hurt. It's no, great. No, no. Might as well go for soda. <laughs> nobody drowns soda. and nobody dies. Yeah. So... Uh, so. Canadian rocker, I'm glad, Kim. I'm glad you no, just liked The Cure, you know? Good for you. Well, he said he pretended to like The Cure. Right. He pretended? Yeah. So, he never uh, really liked The Cure. I got to... I, like I, 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 
I like the Disintegration album. Kind of listens to some really music that I liked growing up as a teen. I do enjoy Non-judgmental about it. It's so nice. The Cure pornography is like though is one of the most fucking depressing albums ever made by man. But uh, but yeah. So 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 I got a clip for Curtis pretending to like the Cure. It's like a man. Oh no no not not that one. Hold on. Uh, oh gosh! If I seem insensitive to what you're going through, understand, it's the way I am. There you go. So, <laughs> <laughs> being a teenager is hard. It's hard. Yeah. It is. I've tried to pretend like I like Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> Yazzy Osbourne? What? Who's <laughs> Yazzy Osbourne? Black Sabbath lyrics to impress a guy, you know? <laughs> what is this that stands before me? I, uh, I've done all that. I'm uh, <laughs> She, I did get you to like Dio. Yeah, actually, I don't mind Dio now. I understand why my old roommate in in college liked them now. I get it now. <laughs> she always liked them, and I was like, oh, for God's sakes, make him go away. But now I'm like, you know, he's okay. <laughs> he's okay. <laughs> like so. a rainbow in the dark. Yeah, it. you've made me appreciate a lot of metal, but... sure. You know, I did pretend I liked Anthrax as a teenager. I was like, yeah, wow. I think I like them. I didn't I pretend. Don't. I lived it. Yeah, I wore board did. shorts. <laughs> I had some jams. Uh, that might have predated uh, Anthrax, though. I think that was my Miami Vice days. Uh, so, all right. It is... Uh, oh, oh, you hear seven, that? You hear that? Seven. Oh, there's our house band again. A royalty free, a royalty free ragers, everyone, or whatever the hell we're calling them. Not a real band, but I love this. Keep up the good work, boys. Uh, when we come back, Miles is going to guide us through some. No, Curtis is going to talk about tabletop gaming and role playing games. And going to have some fun. So sorry, I almost got our segments out of order. But yeah, we'll be right back with more geeky gals and guys. Right after a little thing we call not messages from our sponsor. Ah, you represent Earth's best then. Hi, this is Kenny Pick. You're not listening to Radio for Robots. This is Radio for Humans. I don't see you crying, robot! Why? Why was I programmed to feel pain? Radioforhumans.com Robot! 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 And now, on with the show! Oh! Did you hear that? Now for something completely different. What year is this? For your own safety. Please keep your arms and legs inside the vehicle at all times. Set your phasers to stun, your sonic screwdrivers to analyze mode, and keep your towels handy. It's time to let your inner nerd come out and play. And they mostly come at night. Mostly. This is Geeky Gals and Guys. With Michelle and Miles. Trace the call. It's coming from inside the house. The Suze and Kenny. 
Don't get goofy on me. And some guy named Curtis. Who is he? What is he? Where does he come from? This is a party I would go to. Okay. And now it's time for Geeky Gals and Guys. Take it away, gang. All right. Once again, thanks again. Not me, for sure. Definitely not my voice there. Uh, <laughs> Miles' voice was in there. So. Allegedly. Me. Why I was in there, wasn't it? No, not you, Satan. Not today, Satan. Not today. Welcome back to Geeky Gals Guys. This is Ken. And of course, my lovely and talented wife, the Suze, is joining us as well. Welcome back, Suze. And maybe she hasn't hit unmute yet. Perhaps no, not. Oh, and I didn't. And there I'm you sorry. go. Hi, sweetie. I wonder what we missed. Uh, so much. Know, maybe talking to a kitty or something. Uh, and of course, uh, Michelle and Miles Lagan, Port St. Lucie, Florida. Welcome back. I, I, I said I wasn't going to say where we live on this show, and I'm going to try to do that. I'm just going to say Miles and Michelle are back. Hi, guys. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, you don't have to you say know? our last names either if you don't yeah. want to. It's fine. Yeah. Miles there and Michelle work, work well. Yeah. I mean, yep. it's not like it's a mystery or No, secret. no, definitely yeah. not. But, you know, it's just uh, just to, to, to expedite the process. You know, I'm Ken. Yeah, sure. Here's the Suze. Here's Miles and Michelle. And, of course, from parts unknown, Curtis. We don't even know if he's quite human. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> I am almost human. That's my f- yeah. favorite Kiss song. Oh, there you Oh, good one. Deep cut. Oh, we have to do our top 20 Kiss songs on this show at some point. 100%. Curtis. We're going to yeah. get Kat involved. Yeah, yes. absolutely. It's going to yeah, be Yeah, this will be good. This will be good. Uh, no all holds barred. Can't be solo I albums, would... even right? if it's because all the band members didn't play on it. So it has to be just Kiss. Uh, so anyway, uh, yeah, Curtis, it's, it's your turn, my friend. We're not talking about Kiss tonight, but uh, tell everybody what you uh, want to discuss. Well, I would like to discuss some tabletop gaming in these uh, times that force me. I'm not. I'm. I'm kind of a luddite. I'm not too technologically adept, <laughs> so it was a hard fit for me to try to learn how to uh, play Dungeons and Dragons online. Mm-hmm. But. Now that I am doing it, uh, it, it's it's so fluid and amazing. There's a bunch of sites that host these things, and it's so cool because for very little money too, you can just hire a DM because that's part of the hassle of finding it. You know, a lot of people who do tabletop gaming or play role playing games, and they'll say, "I've been playing since you know first edition or second edition," but Back it's in, in burst. Yeah, right. It's in bursts. Nobody really, it's rare to find somebody that's played consecutively in groups because it's hard to keep that group together. It's mm-hmm. like being in bands, Kenny. You know the deal. Like, yeah. it doesn't last, you know? Yeah, so these players. things, they peter out or you have negative uh, experiences with it. But it, these sites make it possible to hook up with people and you can pay a DM and it's not a lot of money. It's like five bucks a month or something to get. Uh, uh, somebody to put the the hard work in preparing something like that, and I've been having a blast with it. But what I wanted to talk about tonight was uh, there's a role playing game based on a comic book called Die, and uh, you know it's kind of a play on words like die, like the dice that you play sure. with, and also well, like my die. song, role playing master. He's gonna kill you with his die. That's right, total party kill. Mm. Um, but uh. It, it's written by a brilliant uh, Brit named Kieran Gillen, and uh, 
he was at a comic con and talking to other comic creators but they were talking about the 80s 1980s dungeons and dragons cartoon mm, oh, about okay. <laughs> those kids what is you know it, it if you love dungeons and dragons it's so foolish to be like they got on a ride and ended up in there like why couldn't they have just made it and then they got uni with <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> With, I, I own it on DVD. So I love it. I, 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 have I some do. Of it on DVD um, too. You know, the kitschiness is lost on me because that's you know my experience growing up and watching it. I I love it. I love it still. But they were talking about how there was supposed to be a final episode where the kids returned to Earth, and it was never produced. So literally, since then, they've been stuck in there. You know what I mean? <laughs> so. The premise of Die the Comic, which, by the way, the artwork's done by a lady named Stephanie Hans, and her artwork, very reminiscent of Alex Ross for fans of comic way. She's oh. so talented. It's beautiful. Oh. Every page of it is amazing. But here's the premise. One evening in 1991, a group of teenagers uh, gathered together, and their friend uh, had created a role-playing game for them. And... The mechanics are very simple. Like, you know, to imagine a teenager had come up with it. So he's got the, like, the uh, D20 set, but not everybody uses the, all those dice in the way we're used to. He gives each one of them a single die. Some, a, somebody gets a D4, somebody gets a D6, and then that's their die. Oh. And when they, when they started playing, they disappeared into it. Two years later, they return to Earth, and they're missing one of them. And those kids won't talk about it at all. Like, one of them is missing an arm, and they're scarred by the experience. So, in the 25 years later, they've all gone off and uh, had lives of their own. And each one of them, in their life, their die reappears covered in blood. Oh. And they all gather to, f to figure out what happens... And when they gather to figure out what happens, they roll the dice again, kind of in a, like a jacked-up Jumanji way. Mm -hmm. They go back in the game, and their friend that disappeared didn't come back with them. He's now the big boss, scary villain in there, and they have to fight their way back out. Wow. Okay. It, it, this comic is so amazing. And so he created, because he loves this, he created an RPG based on it that's freely available online. You can just download it and play it. And what I love about it is it's unlike any RPG I've ever played in that you don't get to choose your class. You sit down at the character creation stage with the DM, and he figures out what your play style is by a series of questions. So it's kind of like a, a, a watered-down psych eval. Like, let's okay. see what you bring to this game. And then based on that, you get... Here's your class. Oh, so, so hold on. I think I get this. So it's like person, woman, man, <laughs> camera, TV. Uh, Just, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's a little more involved than that, but oh, wow. it, it's not too involved. But what I love about it is there's, there's classes like the fool mm -hmm. and you get a D6. Basically, your D6 helps you increase your chances of whatever it is you're about to attempt actually happening. And the crazier an idea that it is, the better a chance that you have of, of doing it. And <laughs> I like that. If you're not using that dice to a crazy effect, then the DM can take it from you. So oh. you're constantly having to do that thing that you're expected to do in that way. Anyway, 
That's or unexpectedly, if it's crazier, if it, you probably <laughs> yeah, want to surprise. Absolutely. You probably want to surprise the DM, right? <laughs> you absolutely do. Um, and and it's it's built like that too, where you you can either play yourself and then you're thrust into this fantasy role playing aspect, mm -hmm. or you can create uh, a player and you're also playing the character in the game once you join it. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's fascinating. It's one of many that you'll find on uh, these sites, and, and most of them for perfectly free. I, I think it's great, man. It, it's the best time and, uh, to get so, into So this. you're saying it's, it's like a super simple, simplified uh, yeah. role-playing game that that's, just makes it really easy to play not one-on-one, -on -one, but over the internet. Yeah, and there's more people that are into the improv aspects of it. Um, there's a lady yeah. named Maud Adams, I think, that she's got a great YouTube series where they play kind of a, a theater of the mind, Dungeons and Dragons, where there's no dice involved. It's called Fungeons uh, and Dragons, I, I, I think. <laughs> and uh, basically, you know, you tell her what you're attempting to do, and she tells you what the likelihood of it. But they, they're all just improving back and forth to create those stories, and it's fun. Oh, I love that. I really like that idea. Um, because, you know, again, I, I love, uh, I would love to get back into role-playing game in person, but, you know, now at this point, it's going to be impossible. And then when you're playing a game online, I imagine that it's a little laborious, you know, and, and something like that could actually prove to be quite entertaining uh, for, you know, streaming or, or podcasts or something like that. If you use super simplified mechanics and have a DM who knows what they're doing. Yeah. Um, and well, I'm on, uh, it, for those of you who are interested, I'm on roll 20 and that site makes it effortless. I've never really done a whole lot of done being done dungeon master, Yeah. but, uh, with the modules that they have uploaded there, and then you can just cycle through maps and drop tokens uh, on the screen and your dice rolling is done in front of everybody on there. And it figures in your bonuses and everything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what you and helping you even create your uh, character is easier than it's ever been because of their character mancer character creator. So it's uh, it's all user friendly and super super fun. Well, I, I I well I'll tell you what. Why don't you pop some links in uh, for for some of the artwork for that comic because I'd love to see that and to these websites you're talking about. And I'd like to get oh, miles. Absolutely. I'd love to get miles and Michelle's take on. On something like this, Michelle, you wanna you wanna start since you're a DM, well, I, the rogue um, DM. Yeah, I tried out Roll Twenty in its earlier days, and it was a, it was a really really nice reference and resource. Um, it's uh, that game sounds fun. I love role play. That's my favorite thing about role playing games. Yeah, about tabletop gaming is the role yeah. play aspect. Not so much the combats, but they're fun too. But I prefer I like the interaction between characters. I like you know. Yeah. Creating a persona that's, you know, so different from the one you had, you know, a couple of years ago, or you know, so different from yourself too. Mm -hmm. And I've had a lot of fun. I, I I've played everything from paladins to rogues. You know, uh, yeah. I've played witches. What's your favorite class? Like, what do you? What's your mainstay? Because everybody has that, right? Uh, my favorite class is actually the monk, but I like rogues as well. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, I always lean towards fighters because I, 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 I like the idea of getting magic objects and things like that, but I also like the idea of of, of a, a character that I might have the ability of being, 
you know? Uh, there's something appealing about that. I guess that's why, I like, you know, I like characters like Batman so much, you know? It's like, it's like what what can you do as a human being, you know, and, and try and make that's that... Why- Make I your... like to be the magic user, and then I want somebody like you to watch my back. Yeah, <laughs> and I like that. I like that kind Is of bodyguard. Right? I, I, I like that bodyguard right. role in, in things too, because I, I, you know, that's oh, an aspect. That's why we get along it's an, so well. It's kind Katie. of a, it's kind of an aspect of of me and my real life is because I, I was bullied as a kid, and then I took I turned that into wanting to protect others from being bullied. So. You know, so so that's kind of where I am. But what about you, Miles? What's what are your uh, go-to classes? I'm I'm a favorite of I like the rogue, um, mostly because it's a skill <laughs> monster. It's yeah, not, not not because of its abilities in 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 stealing and and stuff like that, but because it has the highest number of skill points. And for me, I like applying skills in the game and in a problem-solving technique. So yeah. I mean I, I, I no, well, not only that but it, it doesn't go away Miles like a lot of other classes where they like well now you can't do that or your magic doesn't work when you're playing a rogue that shit is always there like yeah. you're nigh invulnerable that yeah. way you know Susan what were yeah. you saying I was going to say don't rogues pull push buttons Miles I'm 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 more uh, when I play a rogue I'm more about you know finding somebody's kidneys and then twisting the knife but that's just (laughs) understood. (laughs) Uh, Plus, if you're playing a rogue, you also get to have kind of a separate adventure between you and the DM that nobody else knows about. (laughs) I I, I like that aspect of it. Yeah. Note passing. Uh, But yeah. But yeah, oh, but just another real quick thing too. Uh, when I was bullied in in uh, middle school, um, I showed up for my first year of high school after I'd grown a foot, yeah. <laughs> and I and I lost weight, you know, or the weight oh, just stretched out. And all these people who used to bully me in uh, middle school were like, "You got oh. tall," <laughs> and, I like, yeah. and I was like, "Yeah, I got tall, mother ever." <laughs> <laughs> Nice. See, that's the thing. When I was bullied in middle school, I always wanted to have you at my back. But when I was bullied at middle school, at your back butt, I would. I'm okay. I'll talk slower. <laughs> when I was bullied in middle school, I wanted to have you at my back, but I always would just grab something random and and lose my my. Uh, my patience lose my temper and and start hitting the bully. Yeah, and it's better if that's magic, like if it's a spell you're pulling out of your pocket, <laughs> than a lunchbox. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, but yeah, you don't a, want me too close up in your back butt, though. Well, my little friend, <laughs> got something jammed in here real good. So, oh, uh, <laughs> anyway, what I'm saying is, I just realized because of you, Ken. I've always wanted to be a magician, and yes, and you are. I'm just are. gonna think about that. Oh, sucks! That would be neat. You you have your own yeah. special magic, not that you cheesy, just want to, not that just cheesy hiding enough. I want yeah. a fireball. Okay, yeah. I just want to pull out the fireball. Lightning bolt! Lightning bolt! Lightning bolt! <laughs> maybe some some maybe a little uh, force field too, some blocking, but yeah, basically. 
I just want a hellacious fireball. Just mm. give me teleport without error. I'll be happy. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. there you go. That, that, that is fascinating. Fascinating, but yes. quite impossible. Uh, so <laughs> at least IRL. I dropped a few frames of the die comic in the chat. I um, see yeah, that. I that is some that. gorgeous nice. artwork. That is uh, that is gorgeous. It artwork. really is. And and again, this is an emotional tale. Um, this isn't like lighthearted fun. It, it's it's kind of frightening. Uh, yeah. And and uh, haunting. Uh, what happens to these? these kids it, it, but it's a really really good story and i recommend it, it almost they strikes me as having mean. shades of uh shades of it uh yeah. stephen, stephen king's it with you know the the right. friends coming stranger back things yeah. yeah stranger things kind of deal you know they had their friend that was lost in the flip side or whatever that's called um and uh yeah so it, you know to the, the I, I like that but i think this sounds a lot more appealing to me than uh, than it or Stranger Things. Uh, Stranger Things. I'm sorry, you lost me on season two. I'm gone. Um, so uh, <laughs> sorry, dudes. Um, but um, but yeah, no. This is this is really cool. I love the idea. And, and again, I would love to try and go all in on using that system. Uh, and and just you know maybe experiment on a show someday down the road. Do some research on it. Brush up. Maybe we'll make that a special. And uh, oh, see if we can fun. make a go of it and get some audience our participation and expand our party or something like that. That'd be cool. Would you be able to DM something like that, a, Kurt? Or uh, that's a, such a cool idea. I, I would yeah. mind doing that. That sounds like fun. Okay. Yeah. 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 So we'll we'll look into that. But yeah. So uh, so so the system is the system called Die. Yeah, it's called Die. So uh, very cool. That's Kieran. That's K I E R O N Gillen G I L L E N. So if you just look up Kieran Gillen Die, uh, you know you'll you'll be able to follow to his website where he, he, there's a link there to download. Uh, and it's a few pages. Like I said, it's very simplified, but I think you'll dig what is basically you're you're only limited by your imagination with what you bring to these characters. Um, because that great. it's about probability. Like if you think your character should be able to do something, it it, it probably will be able to in this one. Yeah, I dig it. I dig it. So uh, what, Miles, Michelle, Suze, what do you think? Should, should we should we try Gibbs and on the road, do class? This? <laughs> all right, all right. I'll be the bodyguard, and I expect somebody to sing, <laughs> and I, I will always love you. You know, I never thought Kenny's I'd doing the Dolly Parton version. Awesome. Yeah, there we go. I there's no way I'm doing the Whitney one. I'm I really can't do either one of them, but you know. Uh, maybe I should do it okay, with well, the, and I, uh, no. uh, that's better. Or I can I can go the opposite direction. And I uh, no. when, when you Terrible. when you use that Terrible. voice, I yeah. just keep thinking of the devil that's in us uh, uh what South Park? Oh, oh yes. Oh, Oh it's God, kind of Saddam Hussein! Oh, that was so wrong. Have you guys ever yeah, seen Devil's ever. Reign? Where, yes. Like yes. that cult, and then it's Ernest Borgnine as the devil. And oh, there's a guy in the RV. The, the, yeah, the yeah, with a particularly yeah. nasty effect shot, like where he melts. It, it, it's amazing. That that movie's awesome. A very I'm gonna young have to John put that Travolta on my playlist. also in it. Oh my God! When did this come out? 1982. 74? 74? Like, yeah, it's, it's a fun movie to watch. It's, it's a blast. Yeah, it's awesome. 
Wow. How, mm. Travolta, that was pre-Boy in the Bubble, wasn't it? Yeah, this is his first movie appearance. Oh, my God. Mm. So, Boy in the Bubble. Oh, you know what we should also talk about? Because what you reminded me of it uh, with... You know the the reality crossing crossing over into fantasy and everything, uh, mazes and monsters with Tom Hanks. <laughs> oh God, oh. I remember that. Oh, I have no. it on VHS somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Between uh, that and Chick Tracks, they tried to take us out back when we were kids. Oh yeah, yeah, they did. yeah you yeah. know all the, the 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 what was that called the. Oh God! The Satanic Panic. Satanic Panic, right? Yeah, we need to do a we need panic. to do a show on that, or at least some segments, because there's a whole boatload of stuff that you could talk about. Oh, I'd love to do a show on the Satanic Panic. We could do that for maybe a Halloween special or something. You know, you kids today, you you don't understand. You didn't have any Satanic Panic. You didn't have all these adults telling you you were a devil worshiper. No, well. <laughs> You know that's the thing. That's the thing. That's the thing, though. That 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 mentality is still alive and well today, except it's one political party trying to apply it against another because they seem to have say, you know, they have a monopoly on God. I don't want to dwell on that, but but it still exists. It just in a much slightly different form. Just trying to demonize half of the population, you know. Cool. Well, yeah, it wasn't just the gamers that were getting hit by it. The kid, the, you know, the heavy mm-hmm. metal groups, and you know, oh the, yeah, the, oh they. I went had after. to go to several tent revivals back they... in the eighties, and they were going nuts <laughs> with all the backward masking. Oh, and yeah. I remember in particular one, you know, because this stuff was pretty foreign to these hillbillies. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just the idea of an ACDC record called "Highway to Hell" scared the shit out of them. You know, uh, you know, I, yeah, I, I actually ahead. have have clips from not that long ago from a, a Christian show where there was this uh, this idiot on there that said this about Pokemon. They are all Oriental demons. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. name, no, and, and namely Squirtle. Serious, they namely Squirtle. They, yeah. These are grown so. ass men with a boogeyman under their bed. And it, it's yeah. fucking stupid. But uh <laughs> Wait, they absolutely thought these things were very real, and that if you played the record backwards, that it it was it was somehow infecting your head. They believed this impossible, and I remember the one preacher playing back. They played "Stairway to Heaven" backwards, which, by the way, it's it's 1986. None of my friends are listening to that record. Like, what are you you playing? It was like all brother was man. Well, I mean, yeah, we we were, but you know what I mean? Like, it was oldies. Those were oldies to us. You know what I mean? It wasn't like, here's the latest thing messing with kids, but they they played Stairway to Heaven backwards. telling him, and he never listened to me. You you know what? this sweaty cracker hillbilly said, in all honesty, he's like, did you hear that? He said, my sweet Satan. And then he shook his head so sorrowfully. I actually (laughs) felt sorry for him, and I was like... What self-respecting devil worshiper says like like Fred Schneider like my sweet Satan like yeah (laughs) my sweet Satan there's a Satan in my (laughs) pants and it does a Satan dance that's Uh, all I can do to keep from laughing in in that 
very serious tent revival. Yeah. Uh, well, you know what? What? Oh, and here's another one from that Pokemon idiot guy. These are all Oriental demons. The names <laughs> are actually names of demons. Squirtle, namely Squirtle. That is it. Oh. That is a Oriental. Yeah, that is well, a Oriental I word. <laughs> I don't. Want My to sweet be Squirtle. I don't want to be the demon with the name of Squirtle. Can you imagine how much his <laughs> friend demons would make fun of him? B- the bullying. Or coming to him. We know there's a pit fiend named Squirtle, and who's going to make fun of him? Well, I don't. I don't know. There, there could be. I don't know. There, you're right. But then they could be coming to him and asking for yes, sexy. Lord Squirtle. They could be yeah, coming to him asking. I've got to try and yeah. think of a demon named Squirtle and how to stick him into my stories. Well, there you go. There you go. And you know what was really hilarious? You know what was really hilarious and reactionary um, uh, from the metal community was some of the backmasking that would go into the music. And we're going to have to go to the break in a second. But um, uh, actually, we'll get the band uh, to start playing us out now. But uh, Ozzy Osbourne. On, I think it was on, um, oh gosh, I forget what song it was, but it was off No Rest for the Wicked. It might have been from um, the song about Jimmy Swagger. What was that one called? Miracle, Miracle Man. Man. Yeah. Well, he did a backmasking thing, which was a little play on something that came, was from The Exorcist. And he backmasked himself saying, your mother sells whelks in hull. So... <laughs> <laughs> Holy so, good Get stuff. Mother in here, Karis. Yeah. All right, we got to go to the break. We'll be right back. Role playing master coming up. An ode to role playing games. These are all yeah. Oriental demons. The names are actually names of demons. Shall be caught without a shield by clerics rotten. 
stand and fight the hounds of hell Or wander deep in dungeons fell This is a song about a weapon that can kill spirits. It's called Ghost Gun. Miss Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick live every Tuesday and Friday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern only on Radio for Humans. Radioforhumans.com. Thanks for listening to Radio for Humans. What happened to you? How come you're all alone? I asked for lots of help. You sounded drunk or something on the radio.
RadioForHumans.com. You fool, I'm not drunk. I demand to have some booze. Vincent Price, who, inspired by a seductive woman, is overpowered with lust to kill. Peter Lorre, too sensitive for both the life he lives and the lives he takes. Mm, fingers. Boris Karloff, the ancient one, with a fount of sweet memories. Alexander the Great embalmed in honey, so they say. <laughs> Abundantly blessed, Joyce Jameson, an unhappy, unkissed bride. Aren't you coming to bed, husband? Rhubarb, the cat in the house of unholy horror. <laughs> Amazing Joey Brown, shockingly amazed. And inimitable Basil Rathbone. Have it, you, sir! Whose wrath will slash you to the bone. A mad killer, like the angel of death, stalks his next victim. More slide whistle. <laughs> All right, everybody. Welcome back. Geeky gals and guys, what you just heard there was the trailer you're from... You're here because you're dead, oh. Mr. Black. Oops. The hell I am. Oh, hold on. <laughs> all right. I thought all the dialogue was done. Well, yeah. Michelle is going to tell everybody about the trailer we just heard and the movie that it's all about. Uh, so, but welcome back to the program. Curtis, Miles, Suze, and... Michelle, resident Vincent Price expert. Uh, all right, Michelle, the floor is yours. Well, I'm not really an expert, but I do know a lot about, a lot about him because he is my all-time favorite actor. Okay, let's say number um, one super fan. She knows more than me. Yeah. So, <laughs> but yeah, Vincent Price. Um, in this movie, the co- uh, the comedy of terrors. Um, Love that. It is a movie that's it basically kind of takes like it's not the supernatural horror that you expect. Just mm-hmm. basically. You have this this alcoholic, horrible man running a funeral parlor <laughs> that you know basically is 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 owned by his father-in-law, and he just married the daughter just so he could get his hands on the funeral parlor. And you got to mention who the father-in-law is, of course, and the and the yeah. wife. Yeah, that Boris Karloff, amazing actor. He was actually going to play the role that Basil Rathbone plays in this movie. But oh. Morris Karloff, had, his arthritis was so bad at this point, they just figured it would be better if he mm. played a less physical role. Mm. Yeah, Rathbone did quite a bit. Basil Rathbone is such a badass. I oh, love yeah. that guy. And he kills it in this. Like, he just comes alive. 
he just goes over the top and he's just he's, he's <laughs> such, a, such an such a such a a bizarre character too yeah you know? um <laughs> You see why he was uh, the sheriff from Nottingham and the uh, amazing Errol Flynn Robin Hood. Like, oh, that, yeah. And, and, oh, that's and, right. And he's been a really so good Sherlock Holmes, too. So. Yeah, yeah, 100%. It was, like, yeah, it, it's, it's almost, like, it, it's almost like, like an Edgar Allan Poe comedy, you know? Yeah. yeah. Yes, very much yeah. so. But, yeah, he plays a guy that's basically a scoundrel, a knave, a, um, a cad. He treats his wife like crap. He treats his father-in-law like trap constantly, you know. Uh, Shut that vast resounding chasm of a mouth. He... <laughs> yes, he seemed to treat his cat like crap. Yeah, and the, the the cat steals the movie. But yes, there is a cat in there. Um, they called him rhubarb in the um, in the credit. I mean, mm -hmm. yeah, in in the uh, trailer, he's a beautiful orange tabby, very expressive. Yeah, nicely trained. Yeah. But yeah, Vincent so, Price, he, he he didn't mince words with uh as his drunkard uh character. Shut it! Yeah, oh, whoa, sorry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> and he had some he has some really um interesting uh uh thoughts about his wife too. Uh yeah, uh about her singing. The vocal emissions mm -hmm. of a laryngitic crow. <laughs> yes. And, uh, and I, I think uh, this one, too. We escape the unendurable however we can. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was when he like got called you. drunk. So. <laughs> but I, I, got some, I got some amazing trivia about the movie itself and Peter Lorre uh, for once, because I pretty much, you know, said most of the Vincent Price trivia and, and previous shows done mm -hmm. during my Jeff Radio. So. But um, one thing about this movie is it's it's a sad thing. Peter Lorre died up two months after this film's release. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, he uh, he had a stroke. He, he had a very um, cool, subdued demeanor in this movie. Where like I'm familiar with a lot of his really crazy manic stuff from, especially from radio and yes. um, older films where he play heavies and stuff like that. Um, yeah. And, but this one, he he's like a really affable sidekick uh, that uh, you know basically is is just also you know bears the brunt of uh, uh, Vincent Price's nastiness. Yes, yes, and it's a perfect foil for it too because he plays he's so soft spoken, but he's he just you know he he seems to throw his 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 thoughts into anything he does. You know, even the simplest thing of trying to put a make a coffin, make a coffin that they could use instead of uh, reusing the same coffin over and over again, which is a running gag. You'll enjoy it. <laughs> yes, and of course, uh, uh, Vincent Price did not like the coffin. No. <laughs> yeah, but um, my coffin. Uh, one of the things is, um, at you know, uh, Vincent Price and and and, and Peter Lorre. Um, actually attended the funeral of Bela Lugosi, and during the viewing, wow. they saw Lugosi dressed in his famous Dracula cape. Yes. And Peter turned to Vincent Price and said, "Do you think we should drive a stake through his heart just in case?" <laughs> wow, that is pretty mm -hmm. awesome. Uh, so, yeah, that's but, good. But. Yeah, and 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 another really funny thing about the movie itself, which 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 you'll you'll, you'll you might find interesting, after the sword fight with Peter Lorre, Vincent Price states, "Oh, what a night!" 
Mm. And, and Frankie Valli and the Four Seasons released a song with that title in 1975. The opening oh. lyric is, oh, what a night, late December back in 63. What a very com- special time for me. Yeah, the, the Comedy of Terrors, 1963, premiered in, on December 25th of that year. Mm. Wow. Mm. And I, so to that, I say, what other reason could that song exist? What other reason could there be? Yeah. <laughs> yes, so. yes. Uh, <laughs> very good. And I, I look forward to uh, the listening to that song again, knowing that. I look forward to that day with keen anticipation. There you go. <laughs> Every time I hear that song, I, I I look back to like that was one of the best roller skating songs when I was a kid. Like, was yeah, <laughs> has that nice swing swing uh, swing of the, the the lyrics to it. Yeah, that really, you know uh, that makes it, you know sense. that song kind of was one of the first. Uh, 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 the, it was I think it was heavily imitated in in like seventies pop. Um, yeah, you know, because it, it really uh-huh. kind of had a new sound compared to what you know. Uh, you said Frankie Valley did that. Yeah, it, Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons. Yep. It, 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 yeah, Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons. Before that, kind of were you know. They, oh. <laughs> um, oh. Sorry. Did you hear that? Oh, did you hear that? Uh, <laughs> Uh, wow, these clips are coming in handy tonight. Uh, but no, it, it, that, that song, it, it, it almost strikes me as that maybe it kind of reshaped what pop was at the time. So, but anyway, um, Michelle, go ahead. I could talk a long time, Curtis, about what is and what isn't roller skating music, if you would like to do that. <laughs> Speaking we of will, absolute nerd conversation. There we go. That We'll have to do that on a show. We'll, we'll do nerd music talk. We'll do, do that and do our kiss lists and stuff like that. So. Roll bounce. Oh, yeah. Top well, 20 little- roller skating anthems. I love there we go. Yeah. All right, Michelle, the, go the ahead. The opens up with a great, uh, a, a burial taking place. And, of course, mm-hmm. Vincent Price, Peter Lorre are there standing as, the, you know, the grave, you know, because they're, they're the more, they're the, you know, the, the funeral directors and all. Yeah. And they're standing there looking somber. And Vincent Price is holding his hat to his chest. In that scene, he's holding it with his, most of his hand is underneath the brim so you don't see it, but his middle finger is sticking out against the black of the hat. Oh. Like he's shooting a bird at the corpse. Wow. <laughs> wow. You know? But yeah, that, <laughs> that opening is so funny because it's like, um, it's so like silent movie kind of slapstick at the yeah, beginning. Yeah, and they even have that music running in the background too. That... <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. gonna so forever that's live in our cart right there. So, yeah. yeah, that's a funny little thing to look for. And also, the 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 her the hearse coach that they have mm-hmm. in the movie actually now resides at the haunted mansion in Disneyland. Oh, Ooh. wow, very cool. Yeah, I was so, noticing them trucking in that hearse cart, uh, horse-drawn carriage. I'm like, woo, let's go in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The magic speeding up film. Here's something creepy for you, Susan. Uh, Susan, I think you'll enjoy this because you were meant you were we were talking earlier about the screen being based based on an actual murder. Mm-hmm. Peter Laurie's daughter, Catherine, was almost abducted in Los Angeles by the serial killers known as the Hillside Stranglers. Ooh. Oh my God! She was, stopped, she was stopped by the two who were impersonating policemen. 
When they realized she was Laurie's daughter, they let her go because the actor was famous for kill playing a serial killer in Fritz Lang's M in 1931. Oh, wow. Yeah, Catherine and Laurie did not realize they were killers until after they were arrested. Wow. Ooh, my lord. They were like, oh, respect. What? Yeah. <laughs> Respect what? How nice to see Isn't you, sir. That is creepy. Yeah. 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 Wow. wow. That is nuts. So, uh, wow. It, 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 I had no idea. Thank God that they didn't, you know, do worse. That's all. That's that's scary. Yeah, she could have been on the other side of the history books instead of being. Mm -hmm. and look, you know, I, I I just realized you know what a narrow escape I had. It could have been worse, you know. Yeah. 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 Oh, and by the way, speaking of uh, something uh, equally as creepy, I did a, some research on the break. The song that your mother sells, Welks and Hull, comes from is a bloodbath, mm -hmm. bloodbath in paradise about the Manson murders. That oh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So where you can run to, baby. Oh, nice. <laughs> Wow! Uh, I spend a lot of time whisper screaming metal songs in my bedroom, like every other uh, frustrated kid. <laughs> Same here, brother. Same here. So, uh, but anyway, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, and then you got in a band, which is yeah. Well, and, and yeah. Michelle, I want I want to get back to the movie because my favorite part of the movie is when the, uh, basically the the. the Part of the premise of the movie, and this isn't this isn't ruining the end or anything like that, but ruining. it's an old movie. Spoilers: it's been out since 1963. Um, yeah. uh, <laughs> you know, late December back in '63. Um, and uh, but the the my favorite scene is a uh, uh, Basil Rathbone pay or plays the the landlord, uh, the property owner of the the funeral home. That Vincent Price and you know his father, father-in-law and wife own and everything, and um, and he confronts them, and he, of course he you know uh, he he gets all Eddie Haskell when he sees him. Nice to see you, sir. You know, and yeah. and then he's like, "You owe me for a year, you know, uh, uh, rental on this property and everything." So the, what does he decide to do? Well, let's just kill him. So. <laughs> uh, and, and you know, long story short, they 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 think they kill him. They don't kill him, but they get him down into the basement and stick you know try to stick him in a uh, they have him on a table and then they try to stick him in a coffin and everything. But yeah, but Peter Laurie realizes he's not dead, and he's like you know no, snor <laughs> snorting and wiggling his nose and snoring and stuff and and uh, and then the 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 physical comedy and the hijinks that that go there. I mean. It's really fun slapstick, and to see the reactions on all their faces and all of that, it's just a real treat, because, you know, it, it's kind of a one-of-a-kind movie in that sense, Michelle. Yeah, and the over-the-top uh, Shakespeare reading mm -hmm. and quoting. Oh, oh my yeah. God, by Malcolm Rathbone. It's just absolutely, it is just perfect, and it's so overblown, and he puts so much gusto into it, mm -hmm. and it just makes those scenes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and another thing um, uh, I, I got from this movie, audio clip-wise, this is for all the telemarketers who don't know how to say my last name. Will you learn to pronounce my name correctly? Yes. So <laughs> <laughs> It's a challenge having an 11-letter last name. Oh, yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, my maiden name was a little difficult for people, so yeah, I know so. feeling. 
I'm sure you get a few uh, a few on on Miles's last name too. So oh, we we get we get there's at least there's at least six different pronunciations I can. Oh, sure. I never got it pronounced pronounced yeah. correctly when I was in school. No, yeah, yeah. I mean it's yeah. it's yeah it's Ligon in Georgia, Ligon in in Britain, Ligon France, Ligon, It is originally French. My oh. ancestors uh, came over from uh, from France to uh, Britain. Uh, during uh, William, when William the Conqueror came over, my well, my, my yeah. family tree goes back that far. Nice, yeah. My 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 best bud, uh, Mort Treehorn, his actual real last name is Trahan, and I always used to joke around and say, "Oh, Trahan." <laughs> 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 um, but uh, but yes, but seriously, will you learn to pronounce my name correctly? There you go. Yeah, we need that. We actually do need that drop. That that really. Uh, well, but should I get it because I have it? Will you learn yeah. to pronounce my name correctly? So, did you Thank hear you. that? <laughs> I uh, need to hear it. More. Uh, you can see, you can hear how much fun he's having playing that silly oh, role. Yeah, yeah, he is. Oh no, he really. I mean, you know, there's a uh, here. Here's another one. Here's another clip from him. I don't re recall exactly what this is. What? the name of all that's holy is that thing. There. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and here's another good one from Joyce Jameson, who is so over the top in this, too. I despise you! <laughs> yes. Good wow. stuff. And her singing. Oh, my lord. She has the voice of a songbird. And I, 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 oh, yeah. I had to turn the volume down when she sang. It was so bad. So yes. I, I know it was shtick, but that the the the, uh, the volume I was like no 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 bring it down glasses rattling cat running away, um, <laughs> but uh I you know the 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 one I was watching the beginning of the movie with Susan um uh, uh earlier and uh and Vincent Price said something to the effect of you know uh, he can't find any reason why he would you know like her or love her or whatever and and I, and she's sitting at the table and I was like. I can think of two. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> she was uh, she was uh, um, uh, uh, showing some cleavage. <laughs> oh <laughs> so, yeah, she was. Yeah, she so, was. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was like, how is that much cleavage possible without being? Topless? Adrian Barbo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. It, Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, but uh, anyway, <laughs> sorry. The dress. I'm sure, pretty sure the dress pushed things up a little bit. Right? Oh, they it <laughs> certainly did. It, uh, yeah, it tape, was like, it was, tape is the hero on that set. That's yeah, all I can say. Gravity defying, amazing. Uh, sorry, and sorry. Kenny Pick got a little and, dirty there. Yeah, and of course, Orangey, which is the actual <laughs> name of the cat. Orangey. Oh, yes. Orangey. Cleopatra, a great cat. I'm wondering who her handler, who, who their handler was. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, we should find out great cat handlers of Hollywood history. <laughs> yes. So. Hey, speaking of trivia, I just thought of this. Michelle, do you know what Vincent Price's grandfather invented? Oh, um, not offhand, no. Duct tape. Baking. <laughs> Baking powder. <laughs> Oh, very cool! Yeah, no shit. Like Vince, he was. They they were extremely wealthy. That family, but his father yeah. was kind of a failure uh, by comparison, and it mm. stuck with him all his life. So, yeah. Wow, that, 
Baking Just powder. a little bit of trivia. Baking powder. Thank you. How could anyone have survived without baking powder? They apparently did before then. So I mean, is uh, he like somehow. involved with Arm and Hammer, or that's baking soda? Mm, that's baking soda. Baking yeah, soda. yeah, yeah, yeah. Baking, baking powder, powder is baking powder, powder is a is a rising agent, a non yeast rising agent. Yeah, 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 yeah. non yeast rising agent. Okay. So because okay. baking soda is used in cleaning for everything, yeah. and like, I'm like I can't including even vegetables. And I just so you know. Just so you know, uh, non-yeast rising agent was my nickname in high school. Just so. Everybody knows. so. Well, the the name oh, of the don't animal. Tell everyone that. That's just that's too much information. <laughs> the name of the animal handler was actually called. He is Frank N. Um, another one of his animals he, you you would recognize more. He, he did Arnold. He, he you know he trained Arnold the pig for Green Acres. Oh, okay, oh, really? okay. Yes. I hear he dropped his family name. He used to be Frank N. Stein. Uh, no, I'm. Oh. So. I heard. I heard Green Acres is the place of, to be. Yes. Also that too. So. Well, Frank's uh, mother's maiden name was Hotel. No. <laughs> In oh, Hotel. There you go. Ah, uh, very nice. All right. So, uh, well, we were almost at the top of the br uh, top of the hour. Uh, so, what what else you got for us before we? Uh, Hit the break, and uh, what do we got? Good news from Miles coming up after the break. break. Uh, I do know that Peter Laurie spoke four languages. Mm. Really? Do you English? know? Yeah. In that English, accent. <laughs> I think English, French, German, and Hungarian. I'm sorry. Die. Because he was born in uh, <laughs> he was born in uh, Austria, uh, Austria, Hungary. That Hungary. Uh, Aust what is it called? Austria, Hungary. Hungary, uh, Austria, Hungary. It's it's now called. Uh, it's well, the Austro-Hungarian uh, Empire. Yeah, Austria. Yeah, that that was where he was born. Hmm. Right. Yeah, and then World War One happened, and Kaplui. Right. Well, Kenny, wow. we do a karaoke night. I will do Rammstein songs as Peter Lorre. Oh. <laughs> Do hast. Oh, do hast me. Do hast me. <laughs> yeah, that's that's good. I like that. That's that's clever. So, uh, all right. Well, it'll very do, good. It'll do different songs in Michael McDonald's voice. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I, I do. I'm your brother. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, light tonight. Take my hand. Whatever. We gotta go on the break. Yeah. Oh, God. All right. We gotta go to the break, everybody. When we come back, Miles is gonna sift through the news and pick out the, the golden nuggets of good news and leave behind the sandy grit of the bad news. So hang tight. We'll be right back with lots more geeky gals and guys right after this. Well, I'm going out and drink myself into a state of stupefaction. Hey, 
Hey everybody, Kenny Pick coming at you on RadioForHumans.com. This goes against every rule of broadcast journalism I know. Don't change that dial. Find Radio for Humans on TuneIn. I used to be number one in this town, but people don't listen to AM like they used to. Seems like it's more about FM and color TV. That's stupid. It sure is. And be sure to visit RadioForHumans.com for more information. This is the internet. And now, on with the show. The Death Star plans are not in the main computer. Now for something completely different. What year is this? For your own safety, please keep your arms and legs inside the vehicle at all times. Set your phasers to stun, your sonic screwdrivers to analyze mode, and keep your towels handy. It's time to let your inner nerd come out and play. And they mostly come at night. Mostly. This is Geeky Gals and Guys with Michelle and Miles. Trace the call. It's coming from inside the house. The Suze and Kenny. Don't get goofy on me. And some guy named Curtis. Who is he? What is he? Where does he come from? This is a party I would go to. Okay. And now it's time for Geeky Gals and Guys. Take it away, gang. Hey, we're the 3G5 and we're back. Get it? Because geeky gals guys three g's and there's five of us the 3g5 i love it i'm gonna i'm gonna <laughs> trademark that as soon as i can so anyway uh welcome back fellow fivers my name is ken of course and we have curtis with us as well from parts unknown welcome back buddy hello and it's good to be in Parts Unknown. Oh, it, it <laughs> certainly is. It certainly is. And, of course, the Sue is from Parts Unknown, except I just walked through the room that she's in, and now it's known. Sorry, I found you out, honey. Hello! Parts uh, on Living Room. <laughs> and, of course, the call's coming from inside the house. Uh, welcome back, Michelle. Hello. Hello. Yes, that's one of my my favorite movie quotes. It's just It's just so creepy. Oh, it's so cool. It's so cool. Uh, the 3G5. That's great, Kenny. Isn't that, that fun? So, like yeah, yeah, I got drunk and thought that one up. It's cool. Uh, so. All right. <laughs> or Who maybe drunk. Who didn't do anything positive? Maybe drunk and something else, but I'm not telling. Uh, <laughs> and, of course, uh, <laughs> yeah. And last, uh, I, I think, I, so I got everybody, uh, but Miles is up. And, Miles, I, I think you might uh, want to report on some some good news out there in the world, which we can all use uh, right now. So it's still, you know, kind of political in nature. But, yes, I want to try and putting out the uh, positive aspects of uh, things. That, you know, yes. Positive. Sure. I mean, we're not going to hide who we are politically. We're uh, all of the same right. stripe. No. Uh and, and, you know, and we, we you know, it, when we see things going wrong, we want to point out what right is coming out of it, what good is coming out of things. So I appreciate we're, we're, you for We're bleeping for hippies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're, we're freaking hippies. A bunch of tree huggers. Yes. What, Indeed. Antifa. <laughs> Very much so. All right. So the first story that caught my eye this week that I wanted to talk about. Because yes. uh, I saw a video of this, I don't know, on YouTube or someone probably put it on Facebook. It was a police officer. And uh, there are protests, you know, erupting all across this country, and yeah. rightly so. And this police officer was pepper spraying protesters and moving, walking up to them and literally pulling their masks off to point blank pepper spray them. Oh, my God. 
Oh, oh yeah. my god. It's insane. It, it it was the video of it. It 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 made me cringe. I mean, you know, that was bad. So the positive aspect of this is this week the district attorney of Philadelphia, he is newly elected. Well, not newly because he was elected in 2017. His district attorney, Larry Krasner, and he is a progressive. And uh, I love this guy. I followed I followed um, him uh, getting elected, and the, the um, there was some documentary. Anyway, so he is not taking police abuses. Um, he doesn't try and sweep them under the carpet like other. You know how they say uh, prosecutors will, will work hand-in-hand hand with the police and kind of just, you know, eh, nudge, you know, really make, make right. things disappear, like, oh, you know, blah, blah, blah. This guy isn't having it. He is absolutely going after the cops, and the cops are not happy with him, but too bad. Anyway, so uh, the cop in question, his name is, uh, I believe, Richard Nicoletti? Yes. yes, Richard Paul Nicoletti. He's 35 years old, and he is now facing six demeanor charges of simple assault, reckless endangerment, Official oppression and possession of an instrument of crime. <laughs> oh, so that's, I know they're that's only great. misdemeanor charges. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's not, he wasn't using anything lethal, but he's definitely abusing the badge, abusing his power. Yeah. Sure. It's an abuse what's, what's really awesome about this that makes me feel good, because when I first saw the video, I was just, it was horrifying to watch, mm -hmm. is how he is being held accountable and this sends a very direct message to the law enforcement of uh you know part, portion of our country that uh the, the time is coming when they're um they need to settle their silly asses down well i don't know if you'll ever get that but because you know, the, I've I've also seen documentaries or something about how the uh, the white supremacists have infiltrated our police forces. Yeah, but yeah. that's another. Are you kidding another, me? No. Shocking. Yes. So, uh, the, I lost my train of thought. Anyway, the my 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 point being that it's sending a message to these these uh, police officers that they will now they are going to be held more accountable. Good. I mean. Before they could get away, there was something called uh, qualified immunity, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that is something that police have enjoyed. They would be able to do something, you know, and get away with it because, well, they're just doing their job, or they had good intentions. Or this boys will be boys. Yes. And so, mm. well, yes. And so there's this this new. I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think Colorado. I said they're getting rid of qualified immunity. I think they're the first state, and you know the police are are, are the, the people that are abusing their power are scared because they're crying up and they're talking about resigning or quitting yeah. being a police officer because you're no longer going to let us abuse our power. Oh, that's a <laughs> shame! Don't let the oh, don't oh, let man. the door hit you on oh, the ass on the way out. Heads up, Kenny! I totally want to steal also for this show the uh, Schadenfreude clip. Just so, so you know. Oh, I'll allow it this once at the very least. Just, so just uh, let me uh, let me play. That's there it is. Ding. People taking pleasure in your pain. So much pain. Now, th this is only one incident that that has happened in uh, pretty much uh, throughout this year. You're hearing more and more police officers being held accountable for the crimes they are committing. 
And mm-hmm. this is the reason I'm making, you know, I, what they're doing is bad. That's horrible. I get it. But the positive aspect of this, I want to try and make this about the good, the good Drive thing to look forward to is boom. You can see the change. You can see, I mean, that, that's what the protests are all about. Really? Yeah, exactly. You know, you know what? I'm going to, I want to throw something at you real quick. Have it. Go for um, it. I did it. I did it to, I was talking about this with Zelda because she's more um, aware of Ohio law sure. um, and how funding goes and things like that. But um, about four, four or three years ago, DeWine defunded lots of mental health things. I, I know I was working closely with Special Olympics. I was volunteering my time and people that were being paid to do work for Special Olympics were being cut back and just all these programs that dealt with adults with, um, you know, that were mentally disabled were right. cut, lost their job, lost their hours, blah, blah, blah. Couldn't afford to do volunteerism because they lost all these hours. Uh, just a quick, uh, just a, Sue's Su- Su- just a quick thing. Uh, uh, it was, K- it was Kasich that was governor when that happened. It wasn't DeWine. Oh, was it? Was it Kasich? DeWine oh, came you. into office, uh, January, uh, 2019. All right. You're right. I'm, I'm, I'm That's punching okay. the wrong dude, It's okay. Which I uh, do. Sa- I mean, I mean same, I'm same pretty is- much at both jerkhead Republicans. Is, is they took that money and then they gave it to the police officers. Yes. And then the police officers are like, well, we can't be social workers. Well, dude, you took the social workers' money. Yeah. I mean, it's not like we're really defunding you because you didn't have this money four years ago. So I'm, I'm much- blown away at yeah. this stupid commercial that they're like, yes, and they're going to defund the police and defund 911. Press like, one no, for not. rape, press two yeah. for murder. Shut up. Yeah, shut up. That this doesn't is, happen. Very much right. in line with the Ronald Reagan when he defunded yeah. the uh, mental yeah. health institutions. Instead yeah. of giving people proper mental health, they used the prison system yeah. because obviously the uh, private prisons paid more ab- the Republican uh, campaigns. But that's. Yeah. Uh, it absolutely uh, started when he was governor of California sure. and a man like Herbert Mullen, who was able to receive all the mental care that he needed. Yeah. Uh, despite that, when he removed it, that guy went on to kill 13 people oh, wow. Uh, wow. because he was left on his own. So, yeah, Google Herbert Mullen, if Ronald Reagan. It, it's just shit like that. But it's like, I can't believe that's 50 years old. And it's proven that removing that funding causes it wreaks havoc. And we still yeah. have to just the idea that, yeah. well, framing it as defund the police isn't helping. Yeah, uh, they they should have found a better way of reform. Like, yeah, that. yeah, uh, uh, yeah. It, but you know, but that guy sounds like he was Willie Horton before it was cool. Um, I, just, <laughs> I just feel like nobody's watching, and they're just like they've got the attention span of three seconds, and they don't remember what happened a few years ago, and it's no, just I, like right. yeah. I, I want to pass it back to Miles so he can get on to other other good news and everything. But I do do need to give Caitlin Chris uh, a shout out in the chat room for coming up with the idea of Helter Skeletor. Yes, all day Helter Skeletor. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see what Helter Skeletor is. I might have to create a uh, maybe I'll make a custom action figure of Helter Skeletor. How about that? Oh, um, yeah, there you go. 
obviously uh, <laughs> glitters involved. Well, okay, Mance, so. Mance and meets Skeletor. Anyway, go ahead, Miles. Second, second topics I want to talk about um, is the polls. Now, I know polls don't count until the election day. I get it. And they were, we were, uh, oh, I'd like know. to say we were kind of misled or the polls were wrong, but the polls really weren't wrong. Yeah. But in 2016, they were closer than you would think. But yeah, all the predictions were, I mean, anyway. So yeah. this time around, boom, we've got um, polls showing Trump being vastly behind. You're seeing yes. Um, yes. states that that are, I mean, the normal blue states, no problem. They're just getting more blue. But now you're talking about states that are purple, considered purple, solidly, solid leads. And now states like Texas. Mm-hmm. are getting to the point where it's like competitive and that has got to scare the ever loving crap can i say crap you can say you can say any bad word but i i do any want uh, do, i, I, I do want to start a swear jar for the show but i will allow this this clip at one point uh for these polls for trump right Hello, now. Motherfucker. there you go uh oh so <laughs> so so the polls i mean it, it is Here's the, po- the now. So, what's positive about this? One, I don't believe you're going to see the voting populace of this country make the mistake that was made in 2016 and not turn out to vote. <laughs> I'm sorry, no, Kurt. What the fuck? I, I'm serious. <laughs> that was an issue. Voting no, no, no. I'm not laughing at you. Kurt just put a picture in Discord. Uh, but I, I agree. I agree. I agree with you, um, Miles. Um, uh, I agree with you, Miles. That, that, that I, I think that Biden, uh, and I'm going to say this, and I, I know it's a negative connotation about Clinton, but there was baggage in history mostly foisted upon her by other people in the lies and the conspiracy theories that continue to this yes. day. Biden has a relatively clean slate and is beloved for being Obama's VP. So there is a there are a lot of people out there who are going to overlook his gaffes and you know everything else and be like, well, he ain't having a Twitter tantrum while he's taking a shit in the morning. <laughs> you know, agreed. I mean, uh, you can't. I mean, Trump is trying to paste Biden, but what can stick? I mean, he's a gaff machine. Trump is a walking gaff machine. It's just, yeah, yeah. It, it, that's not going to stick. Anyway, so the polls are really looking good on that respect. It's, it, it, I want to think that the blue wave that happened in 2018 was just a small little sign of what's to come. And I remember back in, uh, I think it was Reagan's second election. Late December back in 63? No, no, no I'm sorry. No. No, 2000, two, uh, no, 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 1984. He was, yeah. I think it was up against Mondale. And Mondale oh, only Mondale. won one state. I think it was Minnesota, his home state. Yeah. And every other state went for Reagan. Mm-hmm. Now, that's not going to happen this time. No. Trump has got enough support from his cult that yeah. he's going to get enough votes for certain states that it's not going to be uh, yeah, that much. And, yeah, you look at the electoral lack. map and, you know, it's just in his favor in certain states for sure. But the but the the when you see it getting so close in places like Texas, where Texas is turning competitive, what mm-hmm. this means, and this is the good part, 
it means the Republicans have to defend that territory. And they are going to have to be spending money to stop Texas from turning blue. And that is what's so making me so giddy. Well, uh, uh, yeah. the thought of them, you know, um, forget, forget losing. No, yeah, they yeah. just want to make it look like they're not losing that bad. Yeah, but you know, but uh, 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 for you, I played the maniacal laugh. <laughs> um, and uh, and and here's the thing about this too is that um, if you look at the, especially Texas, Texas has some very liberal, progressive, you know, cities. Yes, that people have been flocking to. For decades, a lot of I know a lot of people, people I worked with, personal friends, you know, John Reed, Susan, um, you know, the, these people all moved to, te- to to like Austin and Houston and stuff like that. Uh, I know a lot of a lot of good people who have moved there. And I think people have kind of flocked there almost maybe maybe it's unconsciously, maybe it's intentionally that they want to add to the the reasonable populace and do away with you know the Gomert mentality of Texas or the Ted Cruz mentality of Texas. So um, you know, I, I think that that's a reason why because these major population centers are not exclusively, you know, who's got the bigger belt buckle gun and the highest heels on your cowboy boots, you know? So I think it's so crazy that you can say the Ted Cruz mindset of Texas, and that's a thing. You're not making that up. This is no. a flight of fancy. Like that's a fucking thing. Ugh. Yeah. Oh God. I I mean the Cubanadian uh Texan. <laughs> so Yeah. <laughs> How yeah. happened? It's so crazy. It's uh, it's it's bonkers. But you know what? If you insult his wife one more time, he'll lick your other <laughs> nut. So come on, Ted <laughs> Cruz. What a oh my god! I it, it, it you know what? As bad as Ted Cruz is, he's not uh, Rubio. <laughs> oh well, oh. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you one thing, and I love saying this is. Um, go download the most, or, you know, go look at the most recent picture of Ted Cruz and then go to my Facebook page and look at the most recent picture of me. We're the same exact age almost. I just want to, you know, just saying, you know, who wears it better? You're killing it, Ken. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, do you see the gray in his beard? I got gray in my beard, but it's like, you know, he's got salt and pepper eating his face. Um, yeah. so anyway, so go ahead. Heard. My third gem of uh, so uh, with all of the um, pressure that's in this country that's 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 reaching a boiling point. Well, it's it's already there. Yeah. There's um, we're talking about the Washington football team, which has caved yep. and has agreed to change. So they are no longer the Redskins. They have already Good. dropped the name. As far as I know, this season they're going to be called the Washington Football Team. And they will are they reserving the name to be called something else later? I don't know if they're going to go through some think tank. I think Red happens. Wings is is good knowing the history on it. So the Red Tails, you mean? Oh, I'm sorry, Red Tails. I'm sorry. I, I was just thinking airplanes and said Red Wings. Yes. So, Red Wings. Oh my God! Yeah. Oh shit! Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> I used to own a pair. They're not shoes. Not, um, no, no, it's not shoes. Oh, oh boy! Oh, we're talking about the hockey team. Yeah. 
No, Miles, you, don't worry. Just go back and listen. I'm just fully ignorant. Just go back and listen to the podcast, Miles. Uh, so. It's delicious. Hey, I uh, do like the, the redneck the meme. I've been, I've been seeing passed around where they're like, just keep the name and change the logo out to the red potato. Like, and we're good, um, right? Yeah. I I wouldn't object to them uh, changing the name to the Red Tails, but there is also a strong push to name it into something positive for um, Native Americans. Well, I think the, the the well, I don't know if there's a controversy behind Red Tails or not, but it, it, it wasn't necessarily that about the, them being, you know, red skin pilots. It was about something on the 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 tail of the plane. Like no, the I know that. So no, I know it was oh. it was an African American squadron in, in World War Two. There's there's movie there's two movies made about it. One's called Red Tails. The other one's called something. The Tuskegee. Tuskegee Tus Airmen. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So. So uh, I've I've only seen one of those movies, and it was yeah, loved it. Um, I think it was Red Tails. I've seen Red Tails. So anyway, but the that's that's the so the other naming thing I want to talk about is the military bases. As, as I understand mm. it, there are six military bases, and the Congress is passing the NDAA, the uh, National Defense Authorization Act, or something like that, which they pass every year. It typically passes overwhelmingly because yay, yeah. more money for the military-industrial complex. Sure, but that's not where I'm going. Each bill. It, that even though there are differences between the Senate and the House, has a provision to rename the military bases, which Trump does not want. However, mm. both bills passed with veto-proof majorities. <laughs> oh, nice. Yes, yes. So that means that Trump can cry and whine all he wants, but when these bills get sent to committee, to iron out the differences, those provisions aren't leaving. They are too popular, and it's 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 coming, you know. Because the uh -huh. po politicians, you know, I'll repeat this over and over and over until I'm blue in the face. Money in pot, money in politics is what is really making this country just going. Mm -hmm. It is money in politics, and in one for in, in one case, it's working in our favor this time. Well for the renaming of the bases because the politicians are not going to tell the uh, the makers of the weapons no we're not giving you money this year <laughs> that's not happening <laughs> and so all right anyway and there's a school in Virginia that was named Robert E Lee uh, high school and they went through uh, a name change uh, it, it, it has been determined that the it will be changed to Lewis um, the uh, for John Lewis Yes, correct. Beautiful, beautiful. We just yes. did a uh, a really, uh, I think, a really touching perspective. You know, in our capability uh, as we could on Turn Up the Night last Friday for John Lewis. Um, Very much so. It was great. And I thank imagine you. there's going thank to be a lot of namings for John Lewis across the country. As it should be. As it should be. He, he, he I, I want to see John Lewis drive all across the nation like Martin Luther King Jr. drive, you know, oh, or Avenue, cool. you know, I, 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 you know, and, and and even more so, schools, libraries, uh, you know, hail, uh, maybe a justice. I said hail, <laughs> maybe a justice center. I got really excited about that. My hillbilly came out in me. So, 
Um, At least we know the difference between John Lewis and Elijah Cummings. Oh fuck. Oh. oh. Who was that? Was that who was that? Matt Gates? Rubio. Rubio. Oh, that yeah, somebody Rubio. else. Yeah. Rubio. Oh, somebody else. Yeah, Rubio was the main. I know Rubio did it because he's <laughs> he's our senator. But I know there, uh, there, there were two that did it. Two offices that. Uh, well, uh, I, I, I I'm sure you're thinking this every day. Rubio is in office. We escape the unendurable, however we can. Yeah. So <laughs> I try to keep it out of my mind. Like right now, I'm just looking at Battle Cat and just trying to imagine. Anyway, yeah. so <laughs> uh, it's almost like like looking at Trump in the mouth. Um, yeah. So <laughs> uh, anyway, anyway, we we should uh, 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 last thoughts, Miles, and then we gotta go to break, and I gotta teach everybody how to get drunk. Um. So last thoughts. I have they, no idea. Stay positive. <laughs> we're just, uh, you know, the uh, oh, we're at 100 days or 99 now. I don't. Oh know yeah, it's 99. It's 99 now, I believe. 99 till the election. Okay. So no. we are. We've endured. Endured. The un the un unendurable. Yeah. And now and now we can start counting things down. And uh, you think things are? You think Trump's crazy now? Just as the the polls are going to get worse for him, that can only go down. I mean, he's he's scrambling. You see him trying to what he's talking about. Um, I know I'm I'm, I'm pushing the time, but uh, um, you are the the diabetes uh, insulin making yeah, a penny today. Yeah. I, I like yeah. That's how desperate he is. <laughs> Why didn't he do uh, that before? I can see that. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. Oh, our house band is back. The royalty free ragers. Uh, but yeah, we're going to go to the break, and when we come back, I'm going to teach everybody how to get drunk super fast while watching the Super Friends. Um, also, I have a double shot featured artist on the show tonight, my good friend Carol, a.k.a. Miss Firecracker, coming up. I like it when you're nude, and the Pussycat song. Oh, she's a good lefty, too, everybody. So look up Miss Firecracker on Facebook. Be right back with more geeky gals and guys coming right up. We escape the unendurable however we can. I like to sit with you and drink some coffee. Hold your hand when we're downtown People watch to pass the time To hear you talk's my favorite sound Mother Nature made us wild and free And you'd stay that way if it were up to me I'd hide your clothes out in the woods Cause yeah, I like it when you're nude What's underneath? You wear your fancy shirts and your cowboy boots. But I like going out the candle of your birthday suit. Oh, yeah. I like it when you're nude. The emperor wore fancy clothes. Well, lucky me, I could see through those. Gotta find his tailor real soon and buy you something fancy in the shade of nude. No shirt, no shoes, no service, though. I'd make my own exception when it comes to you. Most people should stay under clothes, but not you. You really should be nude. I think the clothes you wear are really neat. But 
But what I'm really after is what's underneath You wear your fancy shirts and your cowboy boots But I like blowing out the candle of your birthday suit Oh yeah, you really should be nude have only one good place in a rocket to the moon shot into outer space make my world a happy naked place come on you i like it when you're nude i think the clothes you wear are really neat but what i'm really after is what's underneath you wear your fancy shirts and your cowboy boots but i like blowing out the candle of your birthday suit oh yeah i like it when you're nude Not a stitch of clothes between me and you, oh yeah I like it when you're nude friendly little cat my pussycat setting out on the front step started to rain and my pussy got wet wet pussy Hamilton of the From the Bunker podcast, and you can hear our show Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern on Radio for Humans. Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here. Really? Yes, it's just that simple. 
Listen to the broadcast every Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern right here on Radio for Humans. Please visit RadioForHumans.com and Bradblog.com. Let it all hang out. Oh, wow. That, to me, is extremely exciting. Hi, everybody. This is Kenny Pick, and you're listening to Radio for Humans. Oh, the humanity. RadioForHumans.com. I don't trust men who smile too much. Me neither. That's why everybody should wear a mask, so I can't see if you're smiling too much. Welcome back to Geeky Gals and Guys on Radio for Humans and fellow uh, 3G5 members, Miles. Welcome back. Hello. Hello, Michelle. And hello, Curtis. Parts unknown. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the Suze from Parts Known. Welcome back. Hello. hello speaking there. of speaking of Parts Known, Adam wanted to clarify something for everybody that uh, Red Wings are from. Uh, where is it? Um, Fantasy uh, Four. Uh, yeah. Final fa- Fantasy IV. Red Wings are from Final Fantasy Four. Um, or an initiative to the Hells a- to be in the oh. Hells Angels. Or an it's initiative into kind of an exclusive club, which I am a member. Um, so anyway, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm just saying it, 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 it's it was a th- it was a thing before Final Fantasy anything. Uh, yes, so, anyway, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I'll tell you what, I'm going to have my bat rocket explode into action right now, everybody. Robin and I'll take care of it. Within seconds, the bat rocket explodes into action. All right. So oh from the wild west of the internet, and I should do this. Meanwhile, at the hall of justice. All right. From the wild, wild west of the internet. There is a web page that still exists called SeanBaby.com. All right. This is such an old school website, right? It, that, uh, I mean, you can't like, it, it's it's like, it's seriously like a Netscape Navigator built website um, <laughs> or, or whatever it was called. Um, but yeah, SeanBaby.com has something that uh, uh, the Susan, uh, the Susan, the Susan I, and our good uh, uh, one of our older friends uh, that I used to do the comic book with, and a few other people, we would get together about 20 years ago at our old apartment in Lakewood and put on Super Friends DVDs and play the Super Friends drinking game. And I got blackout drunk at least twice playing this. <laughs> oh no! Because it's fucking ridiculous and hilarious. Yeah, we're just once. like there's this thing called Cartoon Network. It's kind of fun. Well, yeah, we could watch it there, but I was so obsessed with the game that I went out and I bought like the early editions of Super Friends uh, DVDs. That's actually where I got my Super Friends audio uh, on the show. So, you know, uh, again, uh, there you go. All that. All that. So, um, and oh, is this a Super Friends one? You know what to do with her. Yo, that was Solomon Grundy. That sounded 
That sounded creepy, Solomon Grundy. Sounded like you need Solomon Grundy want pants. Solomon (laughs) Grundy better respect people's personal space. Um, (laughs) uh, But... uh, Uh, let me see. Let me see if I have the, the, the Solomon. I know I have the, uh, Solomon Grundy pants club. There you go. Here, here it is. Solomon Grundy want pants too. You know what to do with her. Yeah. Oh no. Stop. Solomon Grundy. Stop. Heel. Heel boy. Um, born on a Sunday or died on it. Whatever. Anyway. So uh, terrifying villain though, right? Oh yeah, Absolutely. And the reinvention of him, though, in James Robinson's Starman comics, or uh, was yeah. amazing. Was amazing. So anyway, let me let me uh, uh, <laughs> let me read this to you. This is twenty year old internet that you know, or or more. This is probably from 1999, 1998 or something like that. Um, and it says drinking games are the lowest form of social interaction outside of a wedding reception. But just like they did with crappy cartoons and physics lessons, super friends make everything better. (laughs) So I wrote up some rules for the super friends drinking game, all in caps, super friends drinking game, all caps. Uh, All of these are open to modification and you're encouraged to have another drink whenever the super friends inspire you to, even if it's not on the official rule book. Um, Don't, don't, you will get fucked up. So here, here are your guidelines. I hope it finally brings super friends and alcoholics together. <laughs> oh, no. So here we go. This is a good one. Drink every time you hear the words space or super. Oh, my God. That is an oh, insane no. <laughs> Seriously. You know, I mean, how many times are they, uh, they're going to say super friends or Superman? And then space, add that in there. That's like you're drinking like every 30 seconds. Superman. (laughs) Back in the hall of justice. Yeah. And then, uh, oh, and then it says, uh, 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 oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, this is a good one, too. Um, So every time you say the word space or super, for example, if Mitzel Pitlick says, I'll send you to super yo-yos and I'll send you super yo-yos into space in this space rocket. That's three drinks. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. Punishing. And if you're nitpicky, this is every instance of space and super. So Superman's name counts. And uh, you drink even if someone else is just talking about regular space and not outer space. Like, there's enough space left in my belt for two more five-gallon bat jugs, Robin. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then speaking of bat, if you hear the word bat and it's followed by a device, uh, well, yeah, so that would be uh, like the bat rocket. Robin and I will take care of it. Within seconds, the bat rocket explodes into action. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. Uh, uh, like the bat jet boat, a bat punch, or just a nuclear bat laser. <laughs> you know, just anytime bat. So right here, we're in alcohol poisoning territory, but it goes on and on. And uh, it says, uh, note, uh, Batman. Uh, oh, th- th- yeah, this is an addendum on that rule. So it says, note, Batman's in almost every episode. But if he isn't, you still have to make your liver work. No, mm. ba- 
No Batman means every uh, every drink. Uh, I'm sorry. No Batman means you drink every time you hear the words magic lasso, vision, x-ray, telescopic, heat, infrared, or any other kind, or telepathy, no matter if Aquaman, no matter how Aquaman conjugates it. <laughs> uh, it's hard for the super friends to even walk down the hall without at least the, the narrator shouting out the mo- most of those words. In fact, fuck it. Drink to all four words. Super, if Superman, <laughs> Wonder Woman, and Aquaman and Batman are all in the episode, tough it out. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> yeah, I printed these out. <laughs> I mean, seriously, I, I literally got blackout drunk playing this game. I um, uh, wow. d- drink any time a, uh, a super friend speaks the wrong language. This counts if they slip into their native tongue because of excitement or if they just need to do it to get their powers to work. Apache chief and samurai. Good luck uh, staying out of the hospital if you're watching an episode with El Dorado in it. Oh, no. <laughs> so, I, but that's kind of that's kind of rude saying the wrong language. Their their native tongue, I would say. You know, the, the wrong the language. The 90s, we didn't know that much. Well, he didn't. Uh, take a drink whenever someone lets out an exclamation catchphrase. Uh, oh, that's so, Robin. Yeah, yeah. Oh, exactly. Yeah, we, we, we've got... Uh, oh, wait a second. I, I, I have one of those in here uh, for you. Where the heck did it go? Um, uh, uh, yeah, I've got uh, some kind of... Where was it? Now, Superman no, would never like mind. Great Scott. Great Scott. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the one. Like Hera or something. Yeah, Great Hera. Hera. Yeah. Yeah. Or ba- you know, Robin was holy whatever. What? Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, let me uh, see if I've got. Uh, uh, let me see. Uh, holy! Oh God! This might be from actually the Batman TV show. Holy schizophrenia! Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. So. But yeah. So. So any of that, uh, and of course, uh, Aquaman would say, "Great Neptune," I think something along those lines. Um, but but yeah. So an exclamation! Seriously. That's insane. All right, so uh, drink whenever someone's got to do something. <laughs> That's the one that killed me. Oh my oh, god! Wow. Yeah, yeah. This is this, this is funny because villains will say that they must do something, and then you drink too. However, whoever's saying it, you're drinking should uh, turn into a chugging if they've got to do it. And it has to be fast. <laughs> We've got to do it and fast. <laughs> if they say that, you have to chug. <laughs> That's. I mean, Curtis, are you seeing how this is like? You know, could end up in a hospital visit. Right. Like fuck you, liver. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Liver, more like we- dire. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We've got to get that super laser up into space, by crikey. Oh, and fast. That'll kill you. You're dead. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, so then, uh, let me see. We're almost at the end of the rules here. It says, after you play this long enough, you can't pay close enough attention to notice when somebody says space or bat. So you have to modify the rules. For the big finish of the game, drink whenever there's a shooting star scene. Of course, when, you know, we've got the... Um, yeah. yeah. You got to drink for that. Uh, shooting star transition, and whenever the Wonder Twins activate or deactivate their Wonder Twin powers. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. 
So, uh, so, so I love this. Uh, so here's the recap in, in simple terms, basics, space, super bat, something vision, telepathy, and magic lasso, uh, for great something, uh, five, uh, native tongue. And then, uh, six, I've got to, or I must, uh, and then, uh, <laughs> Then seven, just one chance. Uh, what, what, just one chance? And then secondary is uh, uh, Wonder Wonder Twin Powers activate and the star scene transitions. Bonus. Here, there's a couple bonuses. Person on the trouble alert has a hat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like the admirals or the, the you know the, the the army guys with the hat. Yeah, the yeah. Hat. You know, oh, it's Commissioner Gordon, or you know, it's a well, not Commissioner Gordon, but yeah, it's, you know, a, a police chief, a firefighter, a astronaut, whatever. Right. Um, and then, of course, and then one final rule. Chug if the narrator says space. <laughs> oh, no. In outer space. <laughs> so, so yeah, that's the the Super Friends drinking game, and um um yeah, I'm not there. There there are some things in my life I'm not really that proud of, and it this might be one of them. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's ridiculous. It is so stupid. Uh, you know. It, and, buzzed i would cheat and do it like little tiny drinks oh i mean good for ultra you. to the party like that michelob ultra beer like they yeah. can make through this yeah yeah definitely i you know or what i Zimas or something you know i really i was drinking yeah. mike's hard lemonade at that time michelle <laughs> oh my god and you go that, that wasted i can see that i can see yeah because that, that sugar will Really high Yeah, up. I got yeah. backed yeah. out of no, that shit. Caffeine uh, hard uh, root beer. <laughs> oh, oh God! There's some hard root beer out there that's horrible. Um, Can you imagine somebody who's drinking like Everclear or you oh. know, you know what happens? It's it's suicide. <laughs> um, I think uh, you know what I think would 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 happen is that Vincent Price would dump them out of the coffin into the hole and cover the cover it very <laughs> very very quickly. Um, yes, yes. With uh, with punchy little music too. Uh, yeah. Wow. But yeah, seriously, <laughs> could you imagine? Yeah, you can mess yourself up. Yeah, yeah. So I can't yeah, if believe you're this. With a drinking game, you might want to split it up. Say, I dibs on the Batman stuff, and someone say dibs on the you know. I mean, split it up a little bit just to make the game survivable. Yes. Uh, but yeah, That's <laughs> what's that? That's why I don't do drinking games. Oh yeah. Does anybody well, have a favorite drinking game? Um, me. what was that well, one? There was there. Uh, we used to do one with cards, didn't we, Suze? With uh, with folks. I don't know. I think yeah. I blacked out. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you. Um, I don't drink, so yeah. left, right, center. Oh. I don't know. Well. If, no. When I was in the, the military, we had one called "You're Fucked," and oh no, it, it was devastating. <laughs> like the Super Friends one you're talking about. Mm -hmm. So basically, there was a punch bowl, and then whatever everybody bought to the party, whatever it was—mad oh, dog, beer, wine, whatever—it went in this grog bowl. Oh no, Jesus no. Christ! So <laughs> you'd, then you'd float a glass in it, so then everybody brave enough to play "You're Fucked." would sit down at the table 
and then you would take turns going around and pouring a little bit of your drink into the glass. Oh, and whoever sunk Lord. the glass had to drink that black grog. Oh. And it, it it was miserable and crazy, but you know, when you're young and stupid, it seemed like fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I wow. was a teenager, we did that at a party. My friend Margaret, I used to call her Margaret Witch because she looked like a witch and she liked being called Margaret. <laughs> Margaret so, Witch. I like yeah, that. Margaret Witch. She was um she had this party and she had a big cauldron and everybody dumped a little bit of the alcohol into the cauldron. Well, we were all like 18, 19, maybe 19 tops. No, 18. And we all drank a little bit of that and then um all I remember is crawling away from the party. <laughs> <laughs> Finding a nice, quiet place to sit, and um, there were some. <laughs> this was in the dorms, so great. So the um, the they came to make sure I was alive. Well, that's like nice. the dorm, you know, the people that were breaking down the party, and I felt bad, and I think I got in trouble for that. I did, mm. um, but uh, then the whole party was busted up. And I felt bad about that because wow. I, I thought that, like, it, but they said, oh, it wasn't you that drew our attention. We'd already been called. There'd already been complaints called in the party. We weren't supposed to drink in the dorms, but we just, you know, gave them some more time because they were making sure that you were alive. So <laughs> I really, uh, I, I mean, I what is that? like, yeah, I think there's something to this mixing thing. Let's not mix. Let's yeah. not yeah. mix. You know Dark what? That, and light alcohol. They're right about that. It's dangerous. Uh, yeah. I, 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 I'll say you don't know what yeah. you're dealing with. Well, you know what? You know what I say. You're dealing with Suze. Uh, I think Dean Winchester said it best. We're talking heavyweight witchcraft. Oh, that was that was. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, that, that was she Winchester. had a cauldron for Christ's sake. I a know. cauldron. And exactly, also, exactly. And you know what? Mm -hmm. Go ahead, Ken. I was just going to say, also from Supernatural. You know, I was only trying to rap with her about her work. It had gotten inappropriate yeah. and disturbing. Nah, not not the best clip. I'm sorry. Um, now, so. no, that, that's the thing. Like when you have like, uh, there was a comedian, and I don't know where it was from, but when you've got light and dark alcohols in your stomach, tequila is gonna win. Like there's gonna happen in your stomach. And tequila it, always know. wins with anything. I know. Yeah. Anything. So you're talking about a card drinking game? Was it cops and robbers? <laughs> I don't know. Bang, I know bang, that we cops and card. robbers. Bang, bang, robbers and cops. Like, this was one, that was one we used to play here in Cousin Humper Country. It, cops <laughs> and robbers was, depending on the number of people in your group, you made sure that there was a, a king and an ace in the pack. That's mm -hmm. it. The rest of them were all number cards. So that when you dealt them out, if you got the ace, you're the drug dealer. So oh. immediately, you have to make a drug deal. My Lord. So the way you make a drug deal is you wink at somebody. But you oh. don't want anybody else to see. <laughs> okay? So if you're the, this is so if you're wrong. the poor fuck that got the, the king, you're the cop. So if... If you wink at somebody, the onus is on them to say the deal's been made. So if you're the, the king, you got to flip your card over. Now, <laughs> you have to guess 
who that guy with the ace is. And if you're wrong, whatever card they flip over, you have to drink that many. Ow. Oh, so it'd be oh. shot glasses to whatever came out Dear of the grog bowl. God. But, but there was a good chance that you were going to wink at the cop. And yeah. then you'd have to drink. Oh. So, like, it was really fun. There was a tense moment after the cards were passed out where everybody's, like, you're you're hammered and you're all kind of looking at each other like, what? what? <laughs> the card, the, did you mean the cards were passed out or the players were passed out? Yeah, it, it got yeah. nasty. I, I just yeah. want to say thank you for serving our country. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's what I did. Your tax dollars hard at work. Uh, I love it. Well, I'm, I know you did more, but Jesus, God, man. <laughs> that's, that's impressive. No, they yeah. were never, we were never that. All right. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, we, we got to start wrapping things up. So let's get everybody's uh, final thoughts on uh, whatever tonight. Uh, uh, Miles, definitely not a drinker, but uh, you can see how that would have been a bad idea to play this drinking game. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, science. <laughs> yeah, uh, that is true. And arithmetic. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. uh, final thoughts, I guess. Um, is, that what we're, is that where we're at? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, great first show. Loved it. Enjoyed it. I'm already, you know, looking forward to next week. And, I'll, you know, keep my eye out for more positive things. And I don't know. For me, every week's going to be different. Maybe I'll yeah. do a, a military story. Maybe I'll do board games. Maybe I'll do more news. You're in the but, yeah, same here, brother. I was not in the military. military history. I'm in the military history. Oh, okay. Getting to know you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's exactly exactly yeah. what's so, going uh, on. Ninety-nine days and next. Getting to know all about you. <laughs> getting to love. Getting to hold you like me. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done. Did you hear somebody laughing back there? Yeah, I uh, did. So, wasn't me. Uh, all right. Uh, so, a- a- anything else, Miles? No, that'll do it. All right, Curtis, what you got? I'm so grateful to be a part of this collective and miles. You've really inspired me. I spend so much of my week, um, uh, you know, uh, absentmindedly finding things that infuriate me and I don't make a conscious effort to look up things that embolden or me or inspire hope in the way of news stories. Um, I, I, I tend to want to share the things that like, Hey, everybody pay attention. This is shitty and it doesn't do me any good. All I end up with is this impotent rage. Uh, that doesn't go anywhere. So mm-hmm. I, I, I'm going to carry that forward, and I, I look forward to hearing more from what you find too. So uh, I, I'm definitely going to do that throughout the week, and I'll come up with another geeky story to uh, tell you all about my adventures. Oh, <laughs> we love excellent. Love oh, it. Dibs on the rogue. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there you go. There you go. Well, all that, right. Well, maybe we should do some uh, beer reviews together too on the show. We could do uh, some I'm beer in. geek yeah. stuff. Count me uh, M- Michelle Bart. will join in if we get a, a, a quality beer. Uh, you know, yeah, uh, not, <laughs> not like not like Bud Light Orange. Uh, you want you want to try that? Oh God! Um, Ew. Um, uh, yeah. I, I'm I'm totally not drinking that right now. Seriously. <laughs> Um, I saw that there's a PBR coffee drink. Did anybody see that in their grocery? Oh, no, but I'd try it. There's uh, a, a a Pabst Blue Ribbon coffee drink. I, I would totally fucking try that. 
Uh, I need right? something to drink for in the morning, so yeah, that'd be good. Uh, no, <laughs> I'm kidding. You can find I'm it kidding. probably at Brew Nuts. <laughs> oh fuck! It. Oh, no, no way. So, uh, uh, but anything else, Curtis? Before we uh, uh, end the show? No, baby, that's it, man. I'll see you guys All next right. week. I'm so All looking right. forward to, uh, to gathering with you again and doing this. This was fun. Right? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Susan, uh, my love. Uh, what you got? Well, uh, I'm I'm lo- I'm I'm enjoyed talking to all y'all. I'm, I'm glad everybody's getting together and and chatting. This is like it's like a party. Only yeah. I don't have to leave home, and I don't have to wear my uh, lovely new mask I just got. Oh, we did get some good masks. Got some good masks that my um, best friend of twenty five something years sewed for us, oh, and nice. locally made. Because that's very nice. Yeah. And um, it's her side gig. Everybody needs yeah. a side gig now, right? Yeah, we're doing it. So, yeah, Gotta definitely. So, uh, yeah, it's, this is very fun. And um, I'm glad everyone's having a good time. And uh, see you next week. There you go. Very good. Sunday, everybody. Every Sunday, Michelle. You named the program. Your hubby made the help uh, uh, forge the jingle. Uh, I, I I need to hear. I need to hear how, what you thought about the show tonight. I um I it's fun. It's a, it's uh we have great things to focus on, and we can just enjoy it. And there's um there's hope. Um. They, yeah. you, we should you should not try that drinking game whatsoever. Mm-hmm. No, don't, don't. No, unless unless you're yeah. Vincent Price yeah. from yeah. unless you're Vincent Price from Comedy of Hor- of Terror. Well, I'm going out and drink myself into a state of stupefaction. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I'll ask you a quick question. Speaking of side gigs, is there any way you could ever get paid to be a DM? that happen in any universe yeah i was just telling you like on that roll 20 you can totally put yourself out there as a dm and people will pay you to do it because it it's a lot of work and a lot of shit to put into and it is a job but uh, let's get back to michelle's uh uh uh, final words final thoughts on the show and um as i said as we've discussed um definitely gonna do more stuff than just the classic horror i'm gonna do monsters Looking forward to deciding what I want to do next week. Not quite sure yet. Mm-hmm. And yeah, um, so many possibilities. Yeah, and I I, ha- I have had fun. This this is this is spectacular, and um, I'm looking just forward to more fun. Something that we can really enjoy and, and leave the cares of the real world behind for a little while. I especially, agree. You know, yeah. Especially Kurt and his and his friend, his role playing uh, talk and stuff like that. We all need to have a little fantasy and fun in our life. Absolutely. Escapism, baby. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, uh, a couple things I need to mention. I neglected to say this. Uh, my good friend, uh, Miss Firecracker, a.k.a. Carol, uh, she is a one-woman band, so we heard a double shot from her uh, earlier. I like it when you're, when you're nude and the Pussycat song. And also, uh, check out SeanBaby.com. SeanBaby.com, still the, the, the rad to the maxis site on the internet. <laughs> 
yeah, yeah seriously go look at seanbaby.com so much fun stuff over there uh he's got stuff about uh hostess fruit pie ads <laughs> yes oh, wow. uh, uh nes games uh comic book ads ab uh, uh absolutely ludicrous video and uh classic miscellaneous and all kinds of other things nice. so yeah go to seanbaby.com check it out not a sponsor but they did make that drinking game that will murder you uh so all right <laughs> we'll see every everybody next week uh every sunday 7 to 10 p.m eastern right here on radio for humans geeky gals and guys see ya yeah, yeah. all that you knew is gone the end of the world perhaps even worse game over man game over Fasten all seatbelts! Seal all entrances and exits! Close all shops in the mall! Cancel the three-ring circus! Secure all animals in the zoo! The state will self-destruct in five seconds. Five. Get out! Get out of there! Get out! One. Well, I'm going out and drink myself into a state of stupefaction.